Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it don't matter if you a cokehead. It don't matter if you arguing on the, on the TV screen. It don't even matter if you're ready to vote or not, because it's coming in about 30 more days. Man, what a mess we just seen. <laughs> but Megan Thee Stallion did give us a, a great, great message on Saturday Night Live, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have made it back to another episode of the Governor Podcast. Your checks and balances of social commentary. I am Cole Jackson. Two have to make one whole, which is a complete asshole. Too many. <laughs> Too many on TV. You ain't gonna tell people who you is. I know you know who I am. What up, y'all? This is one and only Shogun. What's happening? Welcome to another week of the Government A Podcast. Man, we just we about to make your Tuesday. I got a lot of shit to talk about. We got a lot of shit to talk about. It's a lot of shit that's going on out here. There's too much fuck nigga shit out here, dog. Man, fuck nigga shit got us to this point, nigga. Did it? Yeah. Man, uh, hey. Yeah. I don't know. I've been feeling in this Houston, Texas mode for a minute. I, I needed this chopped and screwed to get my mind right. You know what I mean? That's what the that's what the tall, thick girls be at with so. the big thighs. Oh, them, them stallions. Anybody gonna tell her that stallions are the male horses? Oh, we don't care. Nah, we don't All right. care. All right. We been calling, we be calling motherfucker stallions for a minute. I'm just saying, we got it wrong for a minute. I called a motherfucker. I'm like, look at this thick ass stallion over there. Damn, she Class can get all my damn dick. She can get it all. When do you never give it all? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want to give you half of it, not the whole thing, baby. Gotta use it like a key, baby. I told you about putting up your putting your A game up at first. I ain't say your A game. I said it all. It all. It all. Shit. When it all falls down like Kanye West, nigga. Man. <laughs> it fell. It fell. There I go. Was you was you living last week? I was, man. <laughs> I don't know if I'm living or existing. All of America failed to fucking these. Suck nigga, dick. What, what the fuck? fuck? We really we mad about it? We mad about seeing I'm America. Not- we, we mad about seeing America act America on TV. Man. What is a debate? Damn, nigga. It's a glorified argument. Between, what is a debate is the question I want to know. It's a glorified know. argument between two motherfuckers. I niggas need to stand back. Stand down. Yeah. I don't want to cut this off, man. I know. It's fire. It's fire ass beat. But eventually, we're going to have to cut it off and I talk. <laughs> no, I'm just Go. playing. Man. What up, people? Welcome back. 
It's a new week. It's yeah. a new fucking day. It's October, nigga. Fall here, nigga. Fall back. Time for the scary movies. <laughs> you mean America? <laughs> we watched the debate, nigga. <laughs> we seen it on TV. It was a clown. <laughs> it was a reanimated corpse. Like weekends at Bernie's. It was all kinds of shit happening. Damn, nigga. What a fucking week. How has your week And been? the fucking icing on the top was a nigga getting COVID that was talking that shit. Ain't that some bullshit right there. Ain't that the pot calling the kettle black, which is calling the skillet blue? <laughs> Whatever colors we choose, my nigga. Orange, too. God damn. <laughs> how was my week? Yeah, um, how was your week, bro? Tell us how it go. Man, it was uh, it was all right. You know what I'm saying? I, 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 I Only all right? Yeah. Okay, nothing major happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, just the same old bullshit going down. October it's going came down. in. October came in and niggas started pulling the hoodies out. I was like, nigga, we in Alabama. And Shit, you know I had still... my hoodie on the other day. Would you? Yeah. I guess I need to pull it I took it off by 12, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got cool in the morning. Yeah, it was cool in the morning. I was like, hey, I like this. In the afternoon, I was like, Shit, nigga, take this. So off. For, for everybody who don't know, <laughs> We and for the new listeners, we live in what Birmingham. We live in Birmingham, Alabama, which yeah. means the weather changes every other 15 hour. Minutes. Like two hours we get winter, two hours we get spring, yeah. two hours no, nah, about five hours summertime. Yeah. Nighttime is hot, then yeah. it get cool. Like yeah. what the hell? Sometimes we live in Texas, sometimes we live in Antarctica up in this bitch. <laughs> so and, and all the times we never know how to drive. We ne- they they remodeled the fucking interstate and niggas is still crashing. Niggas is still fucking <laughs> You seen that shit too? I know that shit. I go through that shit every day. I'm like, what the fuck? They Merge, nigga. Merge. Like, the fucking GPS tell you when to get up. All right. No, I will say this real quick. Go ahead. I used, I got a new iPhone for work, right? Right, right, right. And so I used it. I used Apple Maps for my uh, for my GPS. Now you know they don't know what a hood is. Apple Bro, Maps don't know Apple what Maps don't know when to tell you when to turn. Like, that shit, it shows you, like, it says you got 300 feet to the turn. But the diagram is like, you got a little ways to go before you got to actually turn. Man. Right. Then, then when you get to that point where you got to turn, it's like, nigga, I told you you got to turn. Get the fuck over and turn. But Google, the way they do this shit, they were like, hey, nigga, you need to get it's over. It's coming up, nigga. You, get you over. need to get the fuck over. But I didn't want to use Google because it interrupted the shit that I be listening to. <laughs> so it's always telling you when to get over. It's like, right now, get the fuck over. So I was I like, you know, Americans. I'm going to use Apple. I'm sure 99% of the accidents that's happening is because niggas is using Apple, Apple Maps, Maps for they for they Google, uh, GPS. Apple Maps don't care about the hood, bro. That's why they be giving you don't giving you the turns and shit. Nah, that was it Garmin. Really, that it, was Garmin. Garmin Apple told you not too. to go to the hood. Apple, Apple was too at one point in time. I was like, I don't know where this place is. Oh yeah, that's right. Don't go over there. <laughs> don't go over there. Crime rates high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the maps, it just be red. <laughs> well, they blood over here. What is this? Oh, On the map. Hide the man. On the map, they don't show up. Yeah, it was like, nah. Nah, we can't we, do we, this. We don't have no statistics for that side. Well, Tim, Tim Apple, what are you doing? Tim Cook? Tim Apple. Okay. All right, he's Tim, Tim Apple, Apple from here. The president called him Tim Apple. I'm going to call him Tim Apple. There you go, Cassius Clay then. There you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> how has your week been, man? <laughs> hey, man, it's been good, bro. Like I said, man, just maintain it, man. I talked to one of my homeboys. What they say? You ever talk to, do you ever talk to a, a, a homeboy of yours that know your past and bring that shit over y'all talk? Yeah, you do it all the time. What? <laughs> all the time when we talk. For you? Yes. When? I told you not to use your A game. Nigga, that was one time. Oh. Ah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah think I'll be bringing it. up the past like Not that all the you. time. Nah. Nah. I had my homeboy. He had, he had, he had, we had talked. Mm-hmm. And that nigga was... <laughs> 
reminded me of all the dirty fucking deeds I used to do. Damn, terrible, nigga, can't escape your past, huh? Man, that nigga was like, <laughs> The price man. is going up, nigga. He's like, you remember, man, you remember when we went out, man, and 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 uh, you, you uh, your girlfriend, <laughs> your girlfriend's cousin was there, and I just fucked her in the living room. I was like, damn, yeah, I did let that happen. There's a lot of... I mean, <laughs> let that happen. <laughs> what? I mean, I I was hooking him up. Oh, okay. You so, enabled that to happen. Don't say let. That sounds like you a drawbridge or something. Oh, shit. I mean, I just I just connected them and yeah, then they yeah. fuck. Shit happens. He got squirted on. Shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'm glad they was loose and free to have fun. It was the fuck. Was they doing in the living room? I think I I eat here sometimes. It's fine. <laughs> it's okay. I was how, like, how long did it take until you moved out of that spot? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, look in that living room and have some memories. Like, ugh, get <laughs> that push your teeth. Hey, man, as long as you put the blanket down, it's fine, bro. Yo. As long as you put the blanket down, it's fine. If you fucking on the wrong couch, nigga, we can't do that shit. So, my homeboy got cloth seats in his car. <laughs> <laughs> and I got in his car the other day, and I was like, why you got a towel in the seat? And he was like, man, I couldn't get this stain out. I was like, this stain, nigga. <laughs> We 30 plus. What you doing fucking in your car? <laughs> spontaneous, nigga. Yeah, I guess so. Spontaneous. Gotta be spontaneous sometimes. Yeah, it's spontaneity. It? There you go. Shit. I was like, damn, dog. You can go get it detailed or something. Get the shit out. Ain't that easy sometimes. Nigga <laughs> <laughs> need to drink more water. What is it, it your it, diet it, that you staining shit? pH might be off. Yeah, I guess so. You know what I'm saying? Shit. But, but uh, that's how it is. So what happened with your homeboy? You was just telling you about the, the uh, man. Bullshit? We was just catching up, bro, and he was just yeah, man. He 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 was bringing up those types of stories, man. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I used to be a wild motherfucker, I but mean, you know, it happens. Yeah, I, oh god, <laughs> terrible things, terrible things, man. He was telling me one time for his birthday, one time for his birthday, we had went out, mm-hmm. and my black ass was like, yo, it was me, him, and one of our other homeboys, right. And so we went into this liquor store, broke as fuck. None of us niggas had any kind of money at okay. all. We was broke so y'all as hell. just wishfully drinking. But we, yeah, well, he had another homeboy that lived outside the city, so we was we was driving over there. I go in this fucking liquor store, and I stole a case of beer and a bottle of fucking champagne, a bottle of Corbeil champagne. How the fuck you steal a whole case? We still trying to figure that out to this <laughs> Did day. Did you just walk out with the bitch? I, I don't know. <laughs> But that nigga was like, you remember that time you stole all that beer and that fucking champagne? And I was like, because I was like, yeah, it's your birthday, nigga. We going gonna, we gonna to live it up, nigga. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, I'm broke. I was like, but I, I can steal. <laughs> I stole the whole case. I still don't know. He was like, I, he was like, you just came to the car with it. I was like, yeah. Was there anybody working there? Yeah. Like in the cash wrap? Yeah. All right. Cool. Don't, don't, I, don't snitch on yourself. That's hey. I mean, the, the statute of limitations is up cool, now. Man. So we Case good. Beer, <laughs> What'd y'all do after that? Y'all probably, felt invincible. Probably got the drunkest we ever got in our fucking Off life. Of beer, nigga. <laughs> nah, it was beer, champagne, and then we went to his homeboy's house and he had some fucking liquor. So we drank everything. Yeah, I'm talking about. We was fucked. Turn up. And, and. <laughs> Where the hoes at? Here they come. There they go, look in the door. All right, here they go. Let them in. Be cool, be cool, be cool. Oh man, it was it was terrible. It was terrible. Oh, you just gonna laugh it off? Okay, that's it fine. Yeah, you 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 edited yourself. I feel you. <laughs> can't tell that. Can't yeah. tell everything. It's fine. <laughs> can't tell everything. What would you just say? Uh, the the uh, statue of limitations. Yeah, statue of limitations. Yeah, yeah but, it must uh, not be your, huh? You know, can't put everything on wax, nigga. I got. It. I feel you. Now nah, we all got some time. You remember that time you bit a bitch? 
Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I don't know the statute of limitations. It's, it's up, it's up for that. me. Nah, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> but they get the me too. <laughs> me too, because you was chewing. Hey, she was down I, though. I, 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 mm. Oh, she didn't say yes that night. I don't know. I just heard the story. <laughs> you was there. I keep. I was drunk too. You didn't see it. I didn't. I didn't. I heard you bit somebody. I bit on the shoulder. Okay. She was down from. She that, was so chocolate. I mean, who? <laughs> nigga said I, I didn't have. A, I didn't have a choice. <laughs> My have times changed. <laughs> I did not have. A I didn't have a choice. I feel. You, I man. told her. Look, don't explain. I, okay. Just leave it like it is. You ain't have a choice. I told her though. I said you just so damn chocolatey. Damn. She was a nice brown skin. Oh mm-hmm. God. Mm-hmm. Just love me. <laughs> just love me, please. But yeah, man. <laughs> All the wild stories I have to say. It's a lot of stories I can't even tell. See, that's the thing about life, man. You got to live them. You got to live early and do the most then. That way, when you get old, you can sit back and reminisce because that's all you got left. Shit. Your thoughts. Yeah. To your mind go. And what it did, what else? You know? Yeah. But yeah, that was that happened. Um, what else happened? Nothing else, really, man. Just, I've been working and watching Girlfriends all week. My girl. Fucking love that show. Those shows amazing. One of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have much to it's contribute okay. to You that. don't have to contribute. It's a, it was a good show. Yeah, yeah. I love that show. One of my favorites, man. Shout out to Netflix for bringing it back. Yeah, no. Parker's on there now. Everything. No, I don't really like that show. I mean, you know. Yeah, I did see something about uh, Mr. Overton. Nah, that's not his name. Who's the dude? Mr. Parker. Nah, what was the dude? The dude that always got sexually harassed by Monique. Oh, hey, Dr. Ogilvy. Okay, Ogilvy. Yeah. Apparently, he's dealing with some some health issues, and people were clowning him because he done gained weight. And somebody posted, it was like, look, a week ago, y'all was just complaining and talking about how people need to understand that folks be going through some things. You remember what happened with Chadwick? Now y'all clowning this dude for the same situation. Like the internet, no, never learn. People gonna be who they are, bro. People definitely gonna be. Who I mean, they are. thank goodness for the internet. You can hide behind the keyboard and not have to face the consequences of getting punched in the motherfucking Niggas mouth. Niggas need to get punched in their mouth. Sounds like that's kind of where we are in the world. I mean, there needs to be some reactions to the bullshit that is going on. Mm. Just get punched in the mouth. Out. Just punched in the mouth. That's what Jadakiss said. Damn, I quote a lot of Jadakiss. Jadakiss said, "I'm Jada, bro." They uh. Niggas pack guns because they can't get punched in their faces or something like that. I forgot the actual. Don't matter. Flow. It sounds know. good. Yeah. Um. All right. I'll you, get to. You sent me a text this week. All right. About some flyout rules. Why? Why did I get a text? Be, about before that? I get to that point. Okay. I just want to. Ask, I have you. You're pretty good with the English language, right? She. And you, <laughs> nigga, have you listened to me read on this podcast? Okay. I, I can barely read. All right. Well, well. <laughs> let me. Let me. You can structure a sentence, right? Sure. You know anything about English? Pretty decent. All right. Well, well sure. <laughs> you work in a corporate setting. This guy has a question. I have a question. Is it for fuck's sake or for fuck's sake? Like, should I put an apostrophe to show possessive? I guess the question would be is it for the sake of all fucks? Or for just this fucking particular. I, I don't know. Let me know. Because I'm at work trying to send an email. And I want it to sound professional. 
<laughs> it's it. for that fuck in particular. It is that fuck. It's not for several fucks. I was it's thinking for... it would be for all the fucks. For fuck's sake. No, no, no. Like the ownership of the fuck. No, it would be for the fuck in particular because mm. you're talking about a certain situation in the email. I got you. Not all the fucks it's like because for fuck's it, sake. It's, that's a, that net is too cast it too wide. I got you. You just want to narrow it down to this one. Yeah. In, for fuck's sake. That one fuck individually. Yeah. yeah for fuck's sake. Okay. Like this is what I'm talking about. See, I for told you you could sake. clear that. Thank you for clarifying. $20 said that man's name is Angel. <laughs> okay, for the people who didn't see the video, <laughs> it was a Hispanic man with tattoos on his face and a hat. His name's got to be Angel. And what city do you think he was in? He was in L.A. I think so too. He did have an LA, L.A. hat on. I so. mean, all Mexicans wear that. I mean. They be living in Omaha. And they got Speaking the of Mexicans, bro, check this story out real quick. Then I What's get up? to your flower rule. What's up? So yesterday. <laughs> oh, man. Yesterday, I uh, I got off work kind of early, right? Right. Like five, maybe. Mm. And so I'm here chilling at the house. I come in. I, I switch clothes. I run back downstairs so I can go. You notice my, my company van is outside. So I had left some food in there that I wanted to eat for dinner. Right. So I was like, dang, let me go switch clothes real quick and run back outside to get this food. Yeah. So I run downstairs, open my van, get the food out, start walking back upstairs. And then I hear this voice out of nowhere that says, where's mine? I looked around. The voice said, where's mine? <laughs> it was this Mexican dude over there washing his car. Why are you shaking your head already? <laughs> so this, this Mexican dude is washing his car. <laughs> so and so I, I just, I, I, I don't want to be an asshole. So I'm like, oh, man, you know, this is leftovers from lunch. You know, I'm trying to finish it off after work. He's like, oh, so you work on Saturdays? And I was like, yeah, yeah. So at this point. I didn't want to be rude. I started walking towards him so we can have a full conversation. Why are you late shaking your head? So everybody else can pick up on these things. I can't for some reason. So I walk over to this guy and he's like, oh, so you work on Saturdays. You must work a long time. So we having a nice cordial oh conversation. God. I'm having a decent time with this dude. I'm, we just talking. So he's talking about work. He's talking about his car. He had this Acura. This white acre is what he's washing. He had this car for 20 years. Only thing he ever had to fix and swap out was the tires. I find that very rare and probably not plausible. Mexican. But, yes. He'll keep, keep your car. The car looked immaculate. Yeah. It was perfect. Yeah. It wasn't a work truck, so this was a different type of Mexican. Like, I don't, you know, but we, we talking. We just cool. Uh, he race. He'll race him. <laughs> Maybe so. So, you know, I like cars. So we talking about the car. I'm like, yeah, Acura's a really good car. You can have it for a long time. 200,000 miles. It's good. And he's like, yeah, I have had it for 20 years. I'm like, cool, cool. So, so midway uh, in the conversation, he's like, so take my number down. And I'm like, uh, I ain't got my phone because I just ran down from my apartment. I live in an apartment complex, America. Don't judge me. I ran down from my apartment to go get my, my, my food out the truck. So I'm like, I ain't got, I ain't got my phone on me. I can go get a piece of paper. So I run to my, my van and I go get a pen and a piece of paper and I'm walking towards the dude and he's like, yeah, so we talking some more and I just, it's like, you know what? I'll give you my number and you can just do it from there. So in my head, stop laughing, nigga. In my head, I know, in my head. See, I'm sorry. In my head, nah, just let it out. In my head, I'm thinking that this guy Saw where I work, and he was asking questions about my job. So he was like, oh, let me hit this dude up. Maybe I can get on with this company. 
or something like that. Or just maybe he wanted a new friend. I'm a friendly guy. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief. There you go. So I'm like, yo, it's cool. So I give him my number. <laughs> I give him my number. And then by 8 o'clock that night. <laughs> Wait, here we go. At 8 o'clock at night, it says, the text oh message God. comes through. It says, very nice meeting you. And the next one says, what are you doing? Is me, Zach. Zach was his name. I, I didn't remember his name. So <laughs> I reply back, oh, okay, cool. Oh nice meeting God. you, too. It's I'm on the phone with thing. a friend. He says, sorry, feel free to text me <laughs> later. And I said, what's up? Then he says, not much. Just finished washing my car. But please finish your phone call. I won't interrupt you. So... The last time I felt this type of energy was when somebody asked me. If you're straight. <laughs> you straight? Yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. I'm great. I'm straight, dog. What are you talking about? I feel good. How, how you doing? <laughs> so so I, 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 took, I took that information and I sent, I sent that and a photo of what I had on. To my girlfriend. <laughs> this is what I wore yesterday. I had a, a this green polo shirt and these track running pants on and some Adidas you shoes. You just wanted to grab your food. I just wanted to get my food and come back. <laughs> this dude, where's mine? <laughs> I bring this to the show. Yeah, to that's ask the you. coldest line I ever heard in my life. Nigga. But it worked. That nigga. was the end. I know. <laughs> Work. This shit fucking work, and this is what I'm, I'm mad at myself because I didn't realize it at the time, nigga. I just yeah, got he got my number, nigga. I know. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. For the people who might be lost, <laughs> apparently I'm clueless in situations like this. <laughs> there is a, there is another. Uh, we had an episode a long time ago called "You're Straight." Long time ago, I I was I worked for tele- <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a long episode. I work for a telecommunications oh company, so that means I interact with people on a one-on-one level. I went to this house one time. This big, tall, brolic-looking guy with these dreads, dark-skinned dude came to the door. We had a nice, cool conversation. I, we 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 cool. We bonding. I I talk a lot. I like talking, but I never realized what's really going on. So. After that, I leave this dude's house. I get back in my company truck. I'm driving off. While driving, I cannot answer the phone or text. So I get a phone call. I let it go to voicemail. I get a FaceTime. I let that shit go. Then he he called and then he sends me a text. <laughs> and then it says something to the extent of, uh, this is da-da-da. You are very nice. And I wanted to ask, are you straight? And I, I replied to that text. <laughs> yeah, I'm straight. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> so, so the motherfucker. How do you? How do you? How do you end up in these fucking situations, know, nigga? nigga? I don't know. How you be like? Yeah, I'm fine. Yeah, no, where's mine? Yeah. Oh, he just. Yeah, dog, he trying to get on. <laughs> yeah, he trying to get on, nigga. Yeah, he trying to get on. So, 
the dude's like, nah, I don't mean are you straight? Like, are you straight <laughs> straight? straight? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, as in gay. <laughs> nah, oh. nigga. I'm straight though. <laughs> The dude was like, well, you're a very nice person. I like to talk to you. And if you ever get curious, you should hit me, me up. up. <laughs> and so <laughs> I feel like Zach, the Mexican, is probably doing the same thing. I just didn't realize it again. <laughs> Where's mine? Yeah, he was like, Where's, Where's mine? mine? Where's mine? Where's mine? Where's mine? <laughs> and I'm stupid like, oh, what are you talking about? My dumb ass <laughs> gave up my number two. <laughs> so are we mad that it worked? <laughs> I am. <laughs> I mean, clearly the game worked. This shit worked. Damn, that shit worked. Am man. I a bitch? <laughs> no, nah, man. I don't know. I think you're a genuinely. The coolest thing about you is you are very open to meeting new people. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Where's mine? <laughs> you looked at it from an innocent point of view. That's what I'm saying. You what if like, I'm wrong, though? What if he really was just trying to have oh, make nigga, a friend? Oh, yeah, he Make a friend? Nah, nigga. At 8 o'clock at night, you texting somebody it's what you It's 8 o'clock, nigga. You ain't finna text no other nigga okay. at 8 o'clock that you don't know. When are the appropriate times to text somebody? Nigga, day. <laughs> light outside. Is it light outside? A nigga that you don't know, right. you text that nigga. Unless it's about business, you right. text that nigga during the day. Hey, cuz. And it gotta be about some food or some fucking uh, work or some shit. Yo, yeah. cuz. I need a carburetor. So, in the midst of, <laughs> right, in the midst of us having a conversation, he did ask me. How long had I been living here? And I was like, oh, about four years now. He was like, okay, where you stay? I was like, oh, in that uh, building right there? I ain't telling the number yeah, or nothing like that. Yeah. But, you know, why the fuck you want to know where I stay? <laughs> Damn, nigga. <laughs> Where's Mike? <laughs> Come over here with some tacos. Bro. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> so, Iguana, all right. You going to have Iguana Grill all up in this motherfucker. Uh, one, Iguana Grill is delicious, all right? <laughs> oh, but yeah. it ain't that damn good. <laughs> I can afford my own and go on a grill. Here you go and say. <laughs> oh, thank you. you what if he ain't gay, though? What if he ain't? Damn, nigga, don't be looking at me. It's like after that. 8 o'clock, nigga. You ain't never texting nigga. Oh, shit. Not a nigga that I don't know. Not a nigga that I just met. Unless it's about business. Right, how many dope. times do you meet dudes, though? Nigga, Damn, that sound weird. Damn. Unless okay, wait, wait, wait. Mr. On Point. That was a... Ah, damn, I ain't never text him after. See? You ain't texting no dude you just met after 8 o'clock unless it's about business or some dope or some hoes. Yeah, that nigga asked me what I was doing. I was just like, nigga, I yeah, ain't nah, nigga. I had to lie. I was like, yeah, I'm on the phone. I wasn't on the phone. <laughs> I was chilling. But see, that's the thing, bro. You just a nice dude. You, you open to meet new people. You just like, hey, it's a new person. He's Mexican. He might be able to tell me something about like how his people feel. Right. That's yeah, all right. <laughs> where's mine? Where's, where's mine? mine? I said he was just like, Where's mine? <laughs> okay, here's the telling part right, of it, right? Let's here. go, let's go. <laughs> what did he look like? Was he pudgy? Nah, he was a short, I don't want to say put together, but he was a <laughs> oh, if he was put together, it was, it was like. What is it, manicured? Is that oh. the word? But he was washing the car, that's like a manly thing to do, right. No. I mean, I do that shit all Mexican, the time. He's <laughs> he gonna keep his car straight regardless. That's what I was saying. And I'm a car dude. So I was like, all right, we cool. Mm-hmm. We can click with this. Nah. He was trying to cut across them, them color lines. Damn, that's what my girlfriend said. Oh, yeah. She was like, he was trying to fuck. Yeah. I was like, how did I not hear? Ain't no dude gonna say to another dude, where mine at? I say that to girls. That nigga. is a like, I'll be like, after hey, the fact, hey, baby, where's mine at? After the fact, I realized it. And when. 
So I made a joke midway when we was talking. I was like, yeah, man, this is my lunch. You know, I'm trying, you know. He was like, you, you be working on Saturdays? I'm like, yeah, this is my, my program responses to people who always <laughs> ask me these questions. I'd be like, yeah, man, I always be working. You know, they, they make me, you know, I work a lot so I can stay fat and happy. And I always tap my stomach <laughs> when I said it. And he looked me down and looked me oh, up. Oh, no. Oh, no. I didn't realize it at the time. <laughs> he want your, your tacos. Nigga shorter than me. Like, thin. What the fuck does that mean? I'm not no nigga I to know. be fucking. <laughs> right? <laughs> he looked at you and was like, oh, yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. See? Most definitely. Nah. You tell me what your nah. real name was? Yeah, I told him what my... I wrote it down on the piece of paper and gave him my uh, fucking number. Anthony, what's going on? That's sick. <laughs> How long you been in? Oh. I just got out two years ago, man. What the fuck made him think that he could talk to me? I don't know. Nah, I don't like that shit. I need to figure out what that is and I, get rid of I that. Hey, nigga. <laughs> ain't, ain't nothing you can do, bruh. 2020, yeah. bruh. Like, right. we, we in the future. Like, it don't matter no And more. then, see, these are the things that I, I thought of after the fact. He had just told me he came back from Atlanta to get a part for his car. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> you fucking racist. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Man. Atlanta to get a part. Yeah, he got what part. part he got? In the Red Sea. Where did it go? <laughs> Freedom. <laughs> Let my people. Man, she free. went into a, a little yellow tunnel. Mm. So, yeah. that's uh, a. How do you keep falling into that bullshit? <laughs> I don't know. Nigga lying, it works. Hey, hey, I say, where's mine? It worked. I can't even get mad. Shit worked. <clears throat> so I gotta handle that's this situation. I'll be like, you ain't got to do nothing, just block and bless him. <laughs> he lives in my apartment. So? He's like, hey, hey, dog, I can't do that. I can't, I can't, I'm not down, man. I can't imagine how it is to be a woman. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Niggas just do the most just to get your attention, and then when they get you, they don't even want you. That nigga said, where's mine? So, how, speaking of, Where's hey, yours? Say, where's mine? Where's yours? What's your fly out news, <clears throat> man? You figured where, it out? Where did this come from? Yeah, I got I got about something, man. The fly out thing? Yeah. Uh, it was because yeah. people was getting in my DM asking questions about us being toxic and the fly out etiquette. Like, is there an actual etiquette when you flying out people? And I was like, I think there is because you are already agreeing to go meet that person. Hmm. You're not gonna give them a ticket <clears throat> for no reason, right? Like, this is prior to you getting there. You've already had these conversations of what the expectations are. I'm sorry if I'm laughing at you. No, nah, it's fine. You I know, you I know. You fall for the okie-doke so easy. <laughs> <laughs> you fell for that one. I, I almost fell for it one time. I tell that story See, one day. Saying? It ain't just me. I fell for it one time in Publix. It was terrible. So, I have a story here that somebody sent me. It's an okay. Instagram story. Gotcha. Uh, I'm trying to pull it up real quick. <clears throat> uh, I, we can... Now... When we get to the point of the rules, these are my personal rules. Right. I don't know. This is international. So I just wanted to let everybody know these rules are what I came up with. When I get my bag, this is the rules I'm going by. I got seven of them. Oh, so. shit. It says the account is private. Hold on. Let me go to here. They might have made it private just now. Uh-oh. I saw it earlier today. I didn't read it. I was trying to wait for the show. Man, going on. <laughs> what is mine? That's here, it. here we go. Here we go. This lady names Triggs. And it says, so a guy flew me out to 1,500 miles away just to block me and leave me at the airport. <laughs> Silly trick. You fell for it. Okay, let me correct this by saying. I've seen this before, too. You've seen it? I've seen it on IG. She says, uh, let me correct this by saying it isn't a round trip because the agreement was I'll pay my way there mm-hmm. and he'll pay for my stuff here and then fly, <laughs> flies me home. And uh, Let's get that out the way. Next one. Second of all. 
I peaky promise I didn't do shit <laughs> laughing my ass off. We've been talking back and forth for days. He invited me down. We spent time exchange. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. And we spent time exchanging what we do and don't like places he wanted to take me down here and etc etc then we would talk back and forth on the phone he literally kept saying i'm so excited to see you etc etc whatever then yesterday i texted him good morning <laughs> he's he's just like i'm not in the best mood so we talk and then he gets off of work and again confirms our plans so after so after him answering me on via the text message I'm not oh after him not answering me via text i'm like Okay, let me be cool. We already spoke on the phone. So this morning, I didn't get any text at all. And I'm like, maybe he's asleep. <laughs> but I continue to text him because he had a gut feeling and should followed it. Okay. She had a gut feeling and she should have followed it. So then I'm on the plane and I realize, like, okay, my message aren't going through. <laughs> why isn't her messages going through? I guess she on the plane. She ain't got no Wi-Fi or something. Oh, nigga, the left. <laughs> then he left the group chat. <laughs> she said, "Bruh, <laughs> have you read this? You know this story?" Yeah, I seen it on oh, Twitter. Man. After all that, I still called him from three text-free numbers just to be just to confirm my shock. But I'll take some blame because I should have went with my first thought. But oh well, y'all win. You win some, you lose some. I'll be getting drunk tonight in Houston. So she flew to Houston off of his dime or her own? I guess she said her. she would pay for it. She was going to she flew herself out there. And he was, was going to fly her back and take her out. So she places, flew there he, for no he reason. He ghosted the fuck out of her. But why? That's what I want to know. I guess he was just like you're a trick. I mean, definitely. She mm. agreed to get on the phone, I mean, get on the plane. Somebody, I guess he was like, "Where's mine? <laughs> Where's mine? Yeah. Where's mine to sit?" So <laughs> build so. that fucking wall. <laughs> Too, late. Too late. The nigga already here. And he got my number. <laughs> that's the worst part. God damn it, Trump. You that's fucked the, up again. That's the worst part right there. The nigga got my number. Hey, man. I can block him. I ain't worried. I yeah, have to fight, told too. You. I can block fight, it. too. And it's not that I don't want him. Just don't be aggressively trying. Wait, wait. Hold on. Pause. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that I have anything against guys trying to holler at dudes. That's right. cool. But right. I am in a committed relationship. I don't need all that. There you go. Thank you, sir. Where's Mike? Where's yeah, mine? Nah. <laughs> so, tell us I about like your enchiladas. <laughs> tell us about your flyout rules. <laughs> Somebody got to go through. I this want. Shit. To, I want to kick those. Oh, I. So yeah. So so so. Uh, Shogun, Shogun, Shogun text me. He's like, "Yo, man, you got to fly flew get getting flewed out rules." And I was like, "Nope," but I didn't come up with some. So I had seven rules that I came up with. One, two, three, to, uh, four, five, six, seven. To, seven, to 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 flew somebody out the flew out rules. Now, let me just let you know right now. This is going to be very masculine and toxic, and probably sound like maybe make me sound like a shithead. Let's do it. But if I got a bag, fuck it. Why not? Yeah. All right. Number one. All right. So my flew out rules. Rule number one: If I slide in the DMs talking only about meeting in an exotic place, I don't want a relationship. I want an experience. Number okay? two. Wait, don't do oh, <laughs> Let me explain some. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna break some. So, meaning that if we in the DMs going back and forth, get a little spicy, I'm talking about flying you out to somewhere exotic where I'm gonna be at. Mm. I just want to, I want to experience you. I don't want a relationship. For those who are slow, experiencer means sex, right? No. Okay. I want the experience of you 
It ain't got to be about sex. The we'll get to the sex that part. That is confusing. I'm, I want to explain. Okay, you. I am you the nigga that fell for where is mine. So you're going to have to explain some shit. No, I'm look, let me go through my rules. Okay. And then we'll we'll see what's going on from there. Uh rule number 2, if you say no, then I got to go. <laughs> Meaning that the first no I see, I will no longer communicate with you in the DMs. But what if she said I know something good about here? I hope what? You I said the first no I see, I got to go. And I was like she would be like I know something good here. And then you like, "Nah, I got to go." No, if you say no, this is what I said. If you say no, then I got to go. Okay, but what yeah, the first no I don't I want no peppers on my burger. You know what the fuck I mean, I'm just bro. Come on now, you manipulate my words. Don't do that. You fucking up my rules. So you know, once you be like, nah, I ain't trying to. Okay, well, all right, bye. We good. We ain't got to communicate no more. Uh, do not number three. Do not expect the fly out to be longer than three days. Damn. If you stay longer than, <laughs> if you stay longer than three days, you're mooching. <laughs> I, mean, say, I got I'm, enough for a weekend, bitch. That's it. That's it. New, I'm not, you not staying past three days. Damn. You not. I'm, a, I'm flying you out for a little bit of an experience in some place that I'm, I've never been before. A little bit. So once, if we get to five, like we got to negotiate five days. Five days. I mean, if I got a bag, nigga, you know, so this is if I got a bag. Nigga, if you got a bag, you go, never mind. Go ahead. <clears throat> Number four. Important. Very important. I might, I might be backtracking on what I said earlier, but before, but I feel like this is, this is how, how it's got to be down. Sex is welcome, not but not necessary. Meaning, if you have gotten flown out to be with me, but the sexual vibe is not happening, we can still just chill. But don't be surprised if I do want to have sex with you. Why are you trying to put legally this shit? <laughs> because you, that's you, how it works. You bad at this. <laughs> that's how it works. Is that if I feel the vibe, then I want to no, have sex. No, I didn't say that. If the sexual, I said, but if the sexual vibe is just not happening, we can just chill. Right. But don't be surprised if I would want to have sex with you. There you go. If we in the DMs, you know, that's how it goes down. So sex is welcome, but it's not necessary. Mm-hmm. Number five, friends, your friends are an option. <laughs> Meaning that if I got a bag and you want your friend to come out with you, that's fine. But don't be surprised if my friend wants to talk to your friend. That's their business, and we ain't worried about that. Okay, yeah. Okay? So yeah. if you want to bring a friend, that's cool. I want to experience both of them. But if my, if, 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 let's, say, let's say somebody just chilling. One of yeah. my homies is there. Yeah. They want to holler. That's their business. Yeah. yeah. I'm not fucking with But friends are welcome. Friends are welcome. Yeah, I got the I'm bag. Glad, I'm glad you clarified that because it was a little confusing. Right. So, you know, you want to fly if you want your friend to come with. I mean, you know, some women fly with their friends. Some I think niggas. the word option threw me off because it was like, it's an option for you. But you're saying it's an option for your friends, not you included. Yeah. Like, like if you want to bring your friend, your friend is an option. Like, if you want to be like, girl, uh, can my girl, my girl come out with me? Yeah. That's an option. Yeah. Okay. I got a bag. All right. Let's do yeah. it. Yeah. Number six, an NDA on motherfucking dick. I think that rule speaks for itself. Shit. <laughs> NDA is on deck all the time. When you get off the plane and you meet me wherever the fuck I am, be ready to sign. Whew. Be ready to sign that NDA. I hope it ain't Stormy Daniels. <laughs> she breaks all her <laughs> she NDA. Break all her shit. Damn. Right. Dre's wife. <laughs> Told you. And my last rule, no. goodbye is goodbye. Unless we change, exchange real phone numbers for texting purposes after the flew out, uh, flew out weekend, 
because a nigga caught some feelings probably. You might have just put it on me and made me catch some feelings. You go home knowing that I won't get in touch with you after this flew out because I just hit you on IG. I, I, we ain't got numbers with each other. So. I got you. So if we exchange real phone numbers with each other, you know what I'm saying, then yeah, it ain't goodbye. Go yeah, we can go from there. I got to ask a question. Sure. Why do you treat these fly-out women as if they're only objects and not anything that you want something substance from? Because, oh, that's a good question. I don't know. I'm, just I'm saying a toxic it, man. I'm just. Uh, I mean, that's that aside. If you're going to spend this much time and energy on something, why wouldn't it be towards something that you want to keep? Why um, is it just like a weekend thing? Sometimes, sometimes you want, sometimes you want a physical relationship. Sometimes you feel it. a nut. Yeah, I feel you. Sometimes you want to bust a nut, and that's it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. that's what it is. And if I'm upfront with you about it, then what's the problem? So she agrees to all of these rules, and and she flies out, and then she gets feelings, and you don't. What happens? And goodbye is goodbye. Goodbye is goodbye. Mm-hmm. Got the NDA there. Is what it is. Now I might catch the feelings too. Who knows? I might catch the feelings, mm-hmm. and then you know that's then we, we here. Go here's, my, here's my real number. There you go. Yeah, sounds bad. I know. I that's good luck with that. Good luck with what? That all of the rules. Yeah, I came up with them. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just hope somebody <laughs> follows them. How? I ain't got no bag. This is bag only. I if I got a bag only. I mean, it's three days. Sometimes it's worse than that with some niggas. Some niggas just... Some niggas, some celebrity motherfuckers, from what I've read, I don't know how true this is, but some niggas is just shysty as fuck. Like what? What's the worst thing they do? <laughs> pee on them and take their phone? <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> put them in a tub, pee on them, don't let them, mm, <laughs> don't yeah. let them have their phone. I mean, how much money do you think they paid them? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's literally tricking. What, peeing on them? No, paying them. Oh. That's <laughs> <laughs> tricky. Peeing on them? Nah, that's nothing. That's, that's Saturday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that ain't tricking, really. You know, she, she knew what she was getting into when you peed on Did it. she? Yeah. Come you on, didn't say bro. any of that in your rules. I mean, what? Just peeing on somebody? Yeah. Nah, I ain't Trey Songs, man. Okay. I don't do that shit. That's, that's weird. R. Kelly do it, too. It must be a hard me thing. Nah. <laughs> R. Kelly do it to girls who are girls. Yeah, well, I mean. Trace on, do it too, peeing I, on them. But they're women. Those women. You think are, he was like, I look up to my idol. Nah, that nigga don't like R. Kelly. That nigga ain't never been an R. Kelly fan. No, he's just peeing on chicks. I mean, I allegedly. You. Sorry, we got to say allegedly. I got you. But yeah, man, you know, you said come up with some rules. Those are my rules. Yeah, man. cool. I'm not I, trying I don't to... have any fly out rules because I ain't trying to fly nobody out. Yeah, you're different. I'm... You're different. You built differently. <laughs> right. But, but if I was to fly somebody out, and and right, yeah. I just, man, I be. I, I just give me something to do. I got you. When uh, I forgot my point. It's all good. Fly out rules, man. Uh, make sure that both parties agree to these terms and services before anything was to happen. Any actions, yeah. And you just go from there. That's it. Damn. And then, like I said, man, I ain't gonna. You know. Sometimes, sometimes you want to have fun, man. Sometimes you don't. Everything. Can't ain't ain't always got to be about a relationship. You Sometimes right about you just want to just bust a nut, and as long as the other person is like, "Hey, I'm good with that. I know what it what this is. I don't see the problem with it." <laughs> but you got to make sure that they say okay with it, right? Like, that's the biggest thing. Like we we ain't gonna be Jeffrey Epstein out in this motherfucker. <laughs> it ain't gonna be that type of party. What else? Oh, uh, I ain't really. I got a lot, but nothing really special that happened to my week. The Mexican situation was funny. <laughs> it's literally a Mexican standoff. Um, <laughs> 
I uh hey, hey I said where's Mike? Where's I was, Mike? I was listening to uh the social introvert podcast. Shout out to Sid Davis. Shout out to Sid. And Sid was talking about podcast beef. And I got a little too excited when I heard he had beef because I was like, my nigga just tapped, you know, just slapped my hand. I'm in there. But <laughs> but I, I think he settled that situation. I was just just listening to it. Do you see podcast changing right now? It feels like everybody's really cranking up their podcast game. They, more people are doing it. More people jumping into it. Yeah. Got everybody under the sun trying to start a podcast and feel like they need to be heard. It's the rap game now. Why? Do you, I, yeah, I seen you tweeted that. Why do you say that? Because that's that's where we're going, man. I think a lot of these motherfuckers is just getting in the game, saying that it's quick, easy, and it's nowadays it seems like motherfuckers can just have a name and just do their podcast. But like, do people listen to them? Like, does Michelle Obama podcast actually do numbers? I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. But that that seems to be the thing. And I think yeah. I think a lot of people the way the podcast game is working now, man. A lot of these motherfuckers, like Gilly the Kid, got one at the the million dollars worth of game. That nigga got a bag. I mean, it's just an easier way for motherfuckers to have a name mm-hmm. and get a bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I'm looking at it. I'm seeing like a lot of motherfuckers moving their career over to trying to be a podcaster because, a you know, one specific guy <laughs> did 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 unbelievable. And and but see everybody don't have what Joe got. Yeah, charisma. Yeah, like <laughs> Joe. I think the cool thing about Button is how I, when I started listening to the podcast, I really enjoyed him. He still do talk about the industry and how fucked up it is. Mm-hmm. I love that type of shit. Right. And just coming from his point of view, as far as like what the industry is about and and how motherfuckers play you and, and the money situations and shit like that. And he doing that for the podcasting world. He got a bag, bro. But like it's it's just gotten to a point where like anybody with a name or used to have a name or right. is just getting it's the in retirement it. plan. And then a lot of these motherfucking these these networks are giving these niggas opportunities where it's other shit. Namely I feel like our shit. I feel like shit man just as good, but just as good content. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And, and I'm like, so where's this little guy thing gonna happen? I think what what I'm seeing is, oh shit, man, nigga, if you say somebody died, yeah, this, um, Thomas Jefferson Bird. He was a Spike Lee actor. He was murdered. Damn, multiple gunshot wounds. Man, come on. Uh, I'll read that story later. That's damn man. But what I was gonna say is like <laughs> it's not a, I, it, podcasting is not easy. Like I was going through and um, shout out to Sid again. Sid has done this for almost as long as we've been doing this version of our podcast. And he mm-hmm. was he was talking about Melania tapes. You know, she said she got caught on tape mm-hmm. saying "fuck Christmas" and "fuck them kids" basically. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, dang. She ain't the only person I know that said fuck Christmas because not in this version of our podcast, but one of the many iterations we had, we had a whole episode where we were like, fuck Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't like fuck Christmas. It was about fuck what Christmas has turned into. The capitalism. Yeah. But I was just thinking about how we've evolved from then to now and to where we're going versus what everybody else is doing in the podcasting world. Mm -hmm. It seems 
I don't want to say counterproductive that people just want to turn on microphones and record their voice and just talk some random bullshit. Mm-hmm. You got to have actual tact with this. You got to have a, a goal, a reason to be talking mm-hmm. and then keep it interesting. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of these new podcasts popping up. They last for like a year and then they fade away. Mm-hmm. Like, I used to love the Black Balance podcast, but I don't see them podcasting anymore. I don't know if they do it anymore. They they don't. Yeah. And Carol is one of the coolest people out there, period. Mm -hmm. That was some really dope content. But it's hard to keep people involved in the situation Mm -hmm. when they don't see some kind of income out of it, you know, right away. It takes time to build a base. Mm-hmm. Then it takes time to commit and keep going and building and building and building. And then you can finally strike gold, maybe. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people are not going to make money off of this stuff. Yeah. And I just don't see why so many people are so antsy about jumping on this. Like, like Sid was saying, it's the new rap game. Yeah. I, I just don't get it. Nah, I see. That, that was you. Oh, my bad. Like what you were saying, it's the new rap game. But so many people want to rap, but it's not that many superstars. Well, not that many stars out there. When I'm when I say it's the new rap game, I'm just saying like one people are out here getting hustled, thinking, and I'm, I'm talking about people who start their podcast. Like it's so many dime a dozen ass motherfuckers that's getting hustled out of like yeah. a bag and not understanding like like I th- we just had we had the conversation a few episodes ago about. Yeah. Getting the ads and 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 getting the money the right. way that they want to do it, and not really understanding that, like, like yeah, what you do on your show or what you do on your podcast, um, the integrity of it. Integrity. Um, that's a huge thing. We we probably could have we probably could have really gotten some ad dollars and been doing the ad thing a while ago, but. You know, one thing that I enjoy about doing the podcast with you and you being, you know what I'm saying, my podcast partner is integrity. That's one thing that you've always kept your eye on. It's like, nigga, like, I don't want to sully this with, hey, <laughs> if you like this, me undies. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And, and I, and I, and I get it. And I'm just, I've always just been the type of nigga that's like, I'm always just trying to figure out how to get a bag without having to put that in there. And I feel like, and I know you might not see it the same way, but I've I've always felt like we control, we have the power. Mm-hmm. If you want to fuck with us, then we can negotiate what the fuck it is that we do and we don't do on this on this show. Yeah. Um, a lot of people don't realize that having those codes to get you know it's it's not really you're not getting money for selling the thing you're you're getting ad revenue for you sending people to that website and then you get a a percentage of that sale coming through so you you are actually just a a one of those people on the side of the road waving a flag telling them oranges yeah man nah nah, come on come on come on put some put some respect on zach name nigga (laughs) he approached me like a man nigga So nah. You was orange or something? Nah. Hey, hey, I say where's mine? Nah. So nah, I'm just saying, like, you know how people are on the side of the road, they dancing, they getting people to look at these signs. Cool. But you gotta get that sell through. Mm-hmm. That is the most important thing with all these ads. Like, I don't know if a lot of people are breaking that down. Like the percentage money, the percentage game is is very brutal. It's wicked. It's yeah. fun. And so that's that's what I'm saying. But getting off of this topic, um, that was all I had to say. Just the fly out is funny. Podcasting is evolving, but it just it's weird to see how many podcasts come and go. Yeah. That's like the rap game. And we've been doing we this. We just shit. seen several fucking rappers come and go. Yeah. 
You know what Look I'm at Takashi. This nigga had an overdose. Apparently. Yeah, that was one of my quickest. Oh, my bad. But, no, nah, it's all cool. We, we, we got to touch that anyway. Um, yeah, no, nah, man. Like, like a lot of artists that came and went, bro. He flopped. Now he's talking about, he, is he faking the overdose? I don't think so. This nigga <laughs> worried that he ain't got the money to pay for the security. They finna fuck you up, boy. Yeah, anyway. I mean, what did we expect? You been listening to any music this um, week? I was actually... I figured this episode was gonna be so meaty. I skipped out. That ain't even on my docket. I went back and listened to that uh, Big Sean. Big Sean is pretty good though. A word. Yeah. You saying? No, something like a net. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, you cutting it, nigga? Cut it out. No, it was a net on it. I got you. But nah, that Big Sean. I think we slept on that album. We need to go back and actually listen to it. I listened to it. He dropped a lot of good gems in there. Yeah. Anyway, Uh, what else we got? Let me do. um, We actually got a tweet. Um, talking about like Brianna Taylor stuff. Hey, and, all right. Uh, um, it came from Don, who is one of our one of our great listeners. Don Lamont? Nah, I'm just messing with you. Don Lamont. Don Lamont. Let's get that nigga on the show. No, <laughs> <laughs> I do not want to be anywhere near that dude. <laughs> Fuck him. And it's not that I don't like him. I just don't want to be <laughs> be near him. Remember when people hated Don Lamont? Yeah, we still. Oh well, okay. I mean, he got it. He caught his blackness. Did he? I think he just like. Anyway, <laughs> he was probably with Kamala. Like, yeah, girl, buy them boots. <laughs> hey, where's my no. where's my boots? Mm-mm. So this is from Don, um, consistent listener to the show. Uh, so he added us at Government Podcast. Oh. This is this is long. Um, great episode this past week. Thank you. I still got about 10 minutes left, but I just wanted to say a couple things uh, regarding the Breonna Taylor situation. First off, they were just at the grand jury stage of the process. Mm-hmm. So he, he breaks this down. The grand jury's job is to determine if there is enough evidence to even put the defendant on trial for the charge. Mm. Um, this wasn't a determination of whether the officers were guilty just whether they should stand trial for the charges put forth by the DA. Mm -hmm. So he goes on to say, it is sad, but because anyone in the legal field has surely heard this saying before, you can indict a ham sandwich. Mm. Um, That just means if a DA wants to get an indictment through the grand jury, then they most certainly can get one uh, due to the rules surrounding the grand jury. Some of those rules include secret proceedings, no defendants, or defense counsel usually hearsay uh, may be allowed in that, etc. So then he goes to me, um, at Cole Jackson. Uh, His point about the 11 witnesses said that they did not hear the police uh, identify themselves. It is very possible that the DA didn't introduce that to the grand jury Mm -hmm. and only introduced the one witness or that one statement. Uh, Who said that they can that they did hear the identification. Gotcha. Um, which is totally counterintuitive because usually DAs present evidence to help secure indictments. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, lastly, keep in mind that the $12 million settlement was just that, a settlement. Uh, it keeps the civil case from going to court, which keeps a lot of the messy testimony out of the public records. Ah. Additionally, I would be interested to see uh, the wording in that settlement because I'm willing to bet money that it does not include any acknowledgement of wrongdoing on the parts of the police. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. So gotcha. that's wild. It makes sense. I mean, it, it's it's basically saying that they omitted it by not admitting it. 
You know, they just made sure that we're only going to focus on this thing here Mm -hmm. because they already had a predetermined thing that they wanted to happen. And it's crazy that they can just pick the one witness instead of deliver other people. Like, it's like, no, we can just pick this dude. Yeah. And the 11 people, they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. They don't matter at all. At all. I mean, just if anybody, if you can't tell me that something's wrong with this case, put yourself in that position. Put yourself, reverse the roles, and you have the police knocking on your door and coming in. Now, I've, I've done, I started to go down a rabbit hole, and I just said, you know what, fuck it. I got bigger things that I, I need to look at. Apparently. Bigger fish to fry. I don't know. Catfish. I can't be having plates around here. People be asking. Hey, so, what's mine to say? <laughs> so, apparently, some of the right-wing people were trying to bring up her history. Mm-hmm. There has been... I don't know if this is proven, but what people are saying, what their claims are that she was no longer an EMT. She got fired. Mm-hmm. And in the process of getting fired, she was dealing with this drug dealer dude. She was managing his money. Mm-hmm. And that's why they they surveil, they had surveillance on her place. And there was people coming in and out at all times. Mm-hmm. And she was saying that, or they were saying that um, they had probable cause right. to go in there. Right. What happened afterwards is very fucked up because we realized that they just bungled this whole case. Mm-hmm. You got anything you want to say about this? Uh, no, I just know? I think that was um, what Don said was super informative and kind of shine a light on some shit right. that they can admit whatever the fuck they want to. They can bring in whatever the fuck they want to. They can even do secret shit. Right. Well, that's basically what it is. It's, it's a kangaroo court. <laughs> yeah. Most part. It's like, that's wild, it's not though, fair. Right? No, we've been saying shit like this for a very long time. But that's just so wild for you to... It's America, bro. It is. Hi, Donald. Hi. The rundown is where Cole Jackson Shogun takes news clips and bikes, chew them up, spit them out, and tell them what it's all about. I want to go first. I want to start this off real quick because we just talked about Breonna Taylor. Mm. As the grand jurors listened to the evidence in the Breonna Taylor case, at one point at least, they wanted to hear more. We, we don't, we're not going to show all the videos, but just cause of time. And we get time. 15 hours of audio recordings that Brianna Taylor's family hoped would shed new light on the botched drug raid at her apartment in March that left the 26-year-old emergency room technician dead. The tapes revealing it was a chaotic and confusing scene. Was there a formal plan between the seven officers as they made approach to, the, to serving the warrant? I'm not aware of one. During the hearing, officers can be heard numerous times discussing one of the most important issues in the case, insisting they announced they were police before breaking down Taylor's door. I would say one or two minutes of me knocking the door saying police and I can hear somebody inside the I can hear her. Taylor's boyfriend, Kenneth Walker, also in the apartment, claims police never identified themselves and he fired a gun he was licensed to carry because the couple was afraid of an unknown intruder. Taylor was killed when police returned fire, what prosecutors have said was justified self-defense. I'm confident that once the public listens to the recordings, they will see that our team presented a thorough case, Kentucky's Attorney General said in a statement, while Taylor's family's lawyer saying the jurors were stonewalled every step of the way by a prosecution team that had a predetermined outcome and a disingenuous agenda. Does this change anything? 
Not for the family of Breonna Taylor. Our family is not satisfied, and the recordings can't tell it out. One of the grand jurors has asked to speak publicly about the case. Uh, the judge may grant that permission. The Taylor family has requested a special independent prosecutor to present new evidence to a new grand jury. And next week, we're expecting to hear the results of an internal Louisville Police Department investigation. More documents, more videos, and more controversy. Kristen, Peter? In indeed. All right. Ron Allen, thank you. This yeah, I mean Anything you want to say about it? How 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 is this so messy? <laughs> Do you get what I'm saying? Like it's you have a, a system that doesn't want to admit that it's wrong. Yeah, and so this <laughs> this, this like, is you shut me up. This is the corruption. This is what people are pointing out that hey, they fucked up. They got it wrong. No matter what happens, no matter what they thought was going on, they can't prove that their officers actually announced themselves that the officers had uh well they got a warrant but it was based off of a lie you know what i'm saying i got one more then I, let ahead. me say real mm -hmm. quick before you do this next one what's what's the end game of protecting these guys like what's the end game of like the police can't do wrong the police have to be right Above all else, like th this is the, the perception that I'm getting from people. People want to believe that our system is perfect, that it protects everybody the same way. It doesn't treat anybody different based on their skin, their race or their, their, their religion. So the police did everything the right way. They were very thorough. They went in. They announced themselves. This thug shot at the police first and they felt threatened because they were getting shot at. And they had to protect themselves, which is, you know, protecting us from these bad people. Hmm. But local government protecting these guys, how is that helping? I mean, because they don't want to they don't want to add to the pot of cases of where the police did some fucked up shit. Nigga, have you seen the pot? <laughs> the, pot. <laughs> the gumbo is hot. It's running over. <laughs> we, we need to start. <laughs> we need another pot. How about that? Can we have another pot? Anybody going to Target? Let me ride. <laughs> shit. Where is mine? Here's some more Kentucky Attorney General releasing the highly anticipated recordings of the Breonna Taylor grand jury proceedings. The audio includes officers' testimony that they knocked on Breonna Taylor's door multiple times and announced their presence before entering. Steve Harrigan is on this for us in Louisville, Kentucky this afternoon. Now, this is from Fox News. Notice Fox News did not play the audio. Mm -hmm. Fox News just interpreted what was said from the audio. Right. They just said the officers announced themselves. The previous clip I just played... Officers did not announce themselves. Mm -hmm. They knocked, and then they said, well, we said police, police after that. Right. You can perceive that as being announcing themselves, but if they knock and they doing all this, they said, we didn't want to announce ourselves because we didn't want the element of surprise. They didn't even want to knock. They just wanted to come straight in. That's it. Damn. Afternoon, Steve. Sandra, those tapes really failed to give a clear picture of what happened the night Breonna Taylor was killed. A judge ordered 20 hours of grand jury audio recordings in the shooting death of Breonna Taylor released Friday after questions were raised about what guidance the jurors received. After fighting to prevent release of the tapes, Kentucky Attorney General Daniel Cameron said he told the jurors the two white police officers who shot and killed Taylor inside her apartment in March used justifiable force since Taylor's boyfriend fired first at police. 
The boyfriend said he thought they were intruders. A key issue is whether police, who had a no-knock warrant, announced their presence before crashing through the door. I got to ask you a question. If you got a no-knock warrant, why are you knocking? <laughs> Isn't that kind of weird? Everything about this whole thing is is strange. I got a no-knock warrant. Why the fuck am I knocking? It's everything about this is dirty as fuck, <laughs> bro. Like, don't... like no, like for real. This is the dirtiest. I ain't gonna say the dirtiest because we didn't have way dirtier happen this year. But this is dirty as fuck, and I'm just like, what's the use? <laughs> like, what is the use? Just indict. Just get them all. Get them. I'm sorry. Just get them all, man. Yeah, I feel you. Like this is this is this is it's drawn out and it's and we getting all this extra shit, but ain't shit happening. Does that make sense? No, I, I get what you're trying to say. It, it it doesn't feel right. You know, when people are looking towards their leaders, quote unquote, for understanding and protection and just justice in this situation, they always get failed. We're, we're failed by the system. We're failed by the interpretation of the laws and in the policing of the shit. I actually have a story that's going to show you some people who will get, who are going to get justice. Cool. Several neighbors claim they heard nothing. Police on tape disagreed. I knocked on the door, banged on it. Uh, we didn't announce the first couple because our intent was not to, to hit the door. It's hard to hear the audio. He says, we knocked on the door. We banged on it. We didn't announce the first couple because our intent was to not hit the door. Our intent was to give her plenty of time. Y'all niggas is lying like <laughs> hell. <laughs> niggas, stop lying. Get the dick out your mouth and stop fucking lying. Our intent, listen to this. Our intent was to give her plenty of time to get to the door because she was probably <laughs> there alone. So Man, fuck you. Wait, bro. wait, wait. Fuck you. These motherfuckers took the time to get a fucking no knock warrant, but they went to the door to knock. And they also was surveillancing this woman. And then they said she's probably there alone. And she wasn't. <laughs> what is going on? But they on? came there specifically for her boyfriend. Who wasn't who apparently wasn't there because they thought she was alone. <laughs> so what the fuck? Y'all niggas is Man, we almost done. Get here. the dick out your mouth, nigga, and stop lying. Fuck. I'm gonna have to just read it because you can't really hear the audio. The audio is crap. Bang on the door, no response. Bang on it again, no response. At that point, we started to announce ourselves. Police, please come to the door. When the fuck had the police ever said some shit like that? <laughs> Don't this sound like some Jules Byrne? Fuck it. Don't this sound like some Dickerson? Don't this sound like a work of fiction? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Where's the white whale at, nigga? We, we have a search warrant, fuck they you. says. Taylor, a 26-year-old emergency room technician, was shot six times and died in her hallway. Only one officer who took part in the narcotics raid was indicted. Brett Hankison, who was fired over the summer, was charged with wanton endangerment for shooting wildly into a neighboring apartment. No charges were filed against Sergeant Jonathan Mattingly or Detective Miles Cosgrove, who fired the fatal shot. The lack of charges reignited street protests last week in Louisville, which turned violent. One protester shot and wounded two police officers. Justice! 
for black girls is not just about mourning us when we die. It's about celebrating us when we live. That's what Meg The Stallion said. I didn't watch SNL. I wanted to see what Chris Rock had to say. I knew Chris Rock was going to be funny as fuck. But we should probably watch that, huh? What? SNL. I watched it. Oh, you did? Was this the one with Jim Carrey playing Joe Biden? Yeah. Fuck. That shit was hilarious. I'll watch it. I seen them in the Mego. The shit did look good. That shit was funny as fuck. So it, it just it just shows me that this case is fucking trash. You know, I, I can't believe half of the information. Everybody's mad that this black attorney general would dare use his power to protect the systems that's killing people that look like us. So it's just nasty, man. Man, fuck. Just fuck it all, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck all this bullshit, bro. Like, stop protecting these. Stop protecting people. I wish, I'm with. Stop you protecting these. Like we. It's like this. All it's a system wide issue. The system is the problem, and you know I might have, I might be the one that pushed back on a lot of this reform type stuff that goes on because I don't like the, the narrative or the way that I'm seeing it being reported on the on the on the news. Mm-hmm. But a lot of this stuff needs to happen. You know, we do need some reform. People are being treated wrong. I mean, when these police can just fuck up a whole situation like this and get off scot-free, like the dude got fired. Okay, cool. But he didn't go to jail because he, well, they they charged him because he shot a wall and not killing, you know, Breonna Taylor. It's messy. A wall is more valuable than a life? Yes, because it's black. Okay. Shit, that wall was white. What you got, man? <laughs> Why is it so messy, nigga? Damn, I hate this shit. All right, you want you want to know about some people who are getting? Remember the shooting in Las Vegas? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Judge approves eight hundred million dollars settlement for Las Vegas shooting victims. Eight hundred million dollars. Eight hundred million dollars. And you got to break it down by all the people that were in the crowd. Think so. Uh, after months of negotiations, apparently it's been, I've never knew this. After months of negotiation, all sides in a class action lawsuit against the owner of the Mandalay Bay Resort uh, agreed to Whew. a $800 million settlement. The settlement will be divided amongst more than 4,000 claim, uh, claimants in the class action suit. Uh, the exact amount is going to each victim, will, uh, and it will be determined independently by a pair of retired judges agreed to both sides. So basically, they're going to divvy it out. They're going to figure out how much money it is and and, and give it out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Mandalay Bay is owned by MGM Resorts International. Uh, in a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission last month, MGM indica- indicated that only $49 million of that settlement will be coming from the company's funds. The remaining $751 million will be covered by their liability insurance. That's good. They pay all that money for insurance. It's about time they get their money out of it. So... Last this week it was those victims mm-hmm. getting a settlement. Um, last week I think I had a, a story kind of similar I to that. Going. I mean, everybody getting settlements. What is up with everybody getting these settlements, man? And we can't get. We, can we get something? No. I mean, the platinum plan sounds pretty good. It does man, golly. But Whew. it's like billion with a B, bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Where is how do mine? you feel about how how does this make you feel about all of these people getting these settlements about things and and we're we're trying to get our shit off the ground as far as like you know so the I found, reparation situation I found it very odd that the fact that Mandalay Bay had to come out and be like oh only forty nine 
What was it for? What was that number? 40? Only only forty nine million would come from the company's funds. Yeah. Only forty nine would come from the Mandalay Bay. Okay, let's let, let, let's take a look at this. I looked it up as you was telling the story. Right. Eight hundred sixty seven people were injured. Four hundred eleven people were injured by gunfire. That didn't tell you how many deaths. But that's just injured. Sixty one people died. Okay. That's less than a thousand people. Let's uh let me do some math real quick. Do uh, you get your calculators? Together, I'm just brother. gonna we're ten percent African Americans are ten percent of the population in America. Right. If you gotta pay out ten percent the money okay, what I'm trying to say, because I'm bad at math. I'm horrible at math. <laughs> what's gonna happen is with just less than a thousand people, they had to pay forty nine million dollars for some shit that happened on their watch. When you do that world, well, nationwide with just black people, that number balloons up to trillions of dollars. Right. That is why they're not trying to have this conversation. <laughs> they are not trying to pay back this money when they can reap all the benefits. That's the American way. I just don't understand, man, how it's so easy to to do these. I, maybe maybe it is easy to do these settlements. Like they not they coming out of forty nine million dollars. Mandalay Bay is well. one of the more popular hotel casinos Hell in yeah. in in Las Vegas. They'll make that back no problem. Probably in a year. And it's like yo, we had insurance. The insurance is covering that shit. That's what the insurance is for. That is what it's for. Now they that happened in two thousand seventeen. Right. We still don't know. Three years ago. How did that happen completely? Like, there's still been a lot of iffy information coming from the Mandalay Bay situation. Do you think the payoff has something to do with that, too? This settlement has something nah, to do with it? I don't think so. Hmm. That's that's <laughs> liability, I guess. Because Mandalay Bay is the, is the place it happened at, right? Right. And right. it's like, hey, man, we can't stop what our guests are doing. We mm. tried. Mm. We sent the police to knock on the door. But that we figured that they were there by itself. He was there with home. That's what they say. But we had a no not warrant. Hey, that's what that's what they say. Hey, hey, I said, where's mine? Where's mine? I said. Let me see what I want to do next. No not warrant. <sighs> that's Ooh. what I'm gonna use next time. I want to try to holler. Nope, no nope, nope, nope. That is a bad idea. Hey, baby, <laughs> that I is got, a terrible hey, idea. Hey, baby, I got a no not warrant. For um, you. damn, I got a lot of shit. I'm not touching that. Mm-hmm. Okay, here's here's some mm-hmm. good. Well, I guess this is a quick hit, but I don't care. So. Master P is the greatest, right? He made money off of dope, flipped it, turned it into a record label, flipped it and turned it into a household name. People, stars everywhere, Mystical, Silk Shocker, the whole No Limit label, everything's great. Master P played in the NBA. That nigga did it all. He man. has done it all. You and watched them Chronicles? No Limit Chronicles? I have not watched the No Limit Chronicles. Actually, it's pretty good. I've, I'm only two episodes to eat in, but damn. I'm, I'm gonna do that next, and you know that sounds like something I should probably get some cereal to watch because it seemed like something you know. It's relaxing. very his story is very interesting, by the way. Yeah, it's Master P. Yeah, but like the shit that they talking about how how he did it, mm-hmm. I was like that nigga deserve way more props than what we get. He nigga, got a bro. master plan. He, he has hey. a master plan. You know how you start your day off with a balanced breakfast? You know Master P definitely has a master <laughs> plan to start his day off because he get them hoodie. Bubba I would lot, not eat no hootie hoos. What? Well, you are not ready for some hootie hoos? The key to success: start small and build. Put your trust and faith in God, and you can do anything. I just got one question for y'all: You got milk? Cause we got cereals. 
Hootie Who cereals. Yeah, Uncle P brand. Go to the stores, ask for the Hootie Who's. Y'all see the penguin on the box. I mean, you're going to learn something. The more we make, the more we give. Uh, we took over the music industry. Now we're taking over the grocery stores. We ain't going to stop to every kid in the world eating Hootie Who's for breakfast. Yeah, we're changing the game. Now I have to eat Hootie Hoos. <laughs> I hate that fucking background music. Yeah, like why couldn't we get a, a fucking beat from Beast by the Pound on that don't shit? Know. Master P is making his own cereal. He is taking over the grocery stores. We already got the Master P ramens. Now he got the Hootie Hoos. Nigga, Bob and the and, and the rap snacks. And the rap snacks. I forgot about the rap snacks. Can't forget the rap snacks. Damn. Would man. you eat some Hootie Hoos? I got to now. <laughs> The penguin on the box. Like, it, now I have to get it. The more you buy, the more they... they I mean, I got to support black-owned businesses. You got to. Even though I've seen that same penguin on some <laughs> generic cereal before. I mean, it's clip art. It's free. Royalty free. <laughs> yeah, I see that penguin on... They I mean, I see that shit at Aldi's. Hey, they got no the fuck going on. They rebrand Aldi's shit. <laughs> I've seen them. And them penguins look mighty familiar. They do look mighty familiar. Some hootie hoos. I don't eat that shit, though. I, I ain't eating that shit. I don't trust that You don't support... Fuck see, no, I don't problem. support it. You don't support... Side note, I went, to, you know, Slutty Vegan came to town. Oh, yeah. Uh, came to Birmingham. They was on the 85 South Show. Yeah, the lady who, who found him, mm -hmm. yeah. So, Slutty Vegan came into Birmingham this week, hmm. and I didn't go. Why? Because the line was, nigga, it took, it took FM. Uh, FM is the cool motherfucker that, that films our YouTube videos. And co-host of Let's Not Go There podcast. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Damn. <laughs> That's what I'm here but, for. Um. It took that nigga four hours to get his sandwich. Damn, was it good? He said it was. Where's mine? <laughs> <laughs> so, so I was like, "Fuck that." Um, that's an actual uh, another vegan food truck that's out here. Okay. Um, what is it? Underground vegan underground. Shit, let's do it. I already went. I went there instead of oh. going to uh, Slutty Vegan. Yeah, because like that shit was just it was just too much. Matter of fact, FM had hit me up and was like, "Yo, bro." Like this shit, this shit is the line long as fuck. He was like, was but the it, food good? He said it was. Yeah, so I'm talking but, about. But uh, I can't find. I saved him. Oh, so yeah, eat. Let's see, eat at Underground. That's you could name. do better. You could do oh, better. Oh, Underground, <laughs> Underground Vegan. That's the name of. Sorry, Underground Vegan. Uh, that I was going off the the IG. Underground oh, yeah. went to Underground Vegan. Uh -huh. Went over there. They was over there. Um, over there at uh the baseball field. Okay. That food truck was over there. Went over there. Got me a chicken sandwich. Bam. And a vegan chicken. That shit was amazing. And no chicken, but it was a chicken sandwich. Yeah. It's, okay. It's chicken like it's spelled differently. Was it made See, out of peas? Man, I don't know. Okay. That's I, I, it just tastes good. Shit good. It was good as fuck. Probably got chicken on it. <laughs> <laughs> it was good as fuck. What pissed me off is um, that spot is it's black owned and it's new. It's still pretty new. Right. So this lady was in line complaining about black woman too, just complaining about everything. I know, man. Damn. And I'm like, yo, you know they they still kind of new, right? Like they're getting their bearings up under themselves. Like, yeah. Chill the fuck out. Like it's just like, and they need to be doing this, and they got to do. I'm like, lady, chill the fuck. It pissed me off because she was right behind me, not shutting the fuck up on her fucking yeah, phone. Yeah, that should be bothering. And I'm me too. like. Lady, just chill. The line is long, but it's not slutty vegan line. Yeah. Slutty vegan line, them niggas was around the fucking corner. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I just, it pisses me off because people don't have an understanding about black-owned businesses 
starting up and they're right. small black owned. It's a small black owned business that's getting its feet under itself. I know you want it to go your way, right? Right. But right. if you don't, how do you not know that they're not small and black owned? The only advertisement they really got is on IG and Twitter and stuff like that. I so. mean, I've been having issues too with restaurants, like the way. Okay, everything is doing curbside pickup now, right? Right. So you still got the well, most of these places have the same amount of people in there working. Mm-hmm. Like I went to Five Guys last week. I did an order over my phone. Mm-hmm. It told me to be there at a certain time. Right. I came an extra ten minutes late so I could get. I knew it takes time for them to make the food. Right. It's never really ready when you order it and they say be here at this time. So I always give them a little buffer time. There you go. So I got there. It said curbside pickup i stayed in my car sitting there flashing my lights like maybe they'll come out and talk to me 10 minutes later passed nobody came out and talked to me so i get up get in go into the place tell the people who i am they say okay let me check they go behind the counter nobody has my food ready another 20 minutes pass then they finally got my food and i get my shit and i go why is service so bad when you're telling me a certain time to be here and you're not committing to that now, I, I get it. In your case, that's a food truck completely different. Five Guys is a nationally, it's a chain. Oh, they put up their accomplishments all over their wall all the time. Why are you telling me to be here at a certain time if my food is not ready? And then you got five to six people behind there working. Mm-hmm. Like, it's burgers and fries, man. Nigga, how hard is that? Like, maybe I'm <laughs> we've, getting... We've asked that question several times. It'd be like, well... Maybe, I'm, maybe it's me and maybe it's the COVID... I'm impatient now, but when I order some shit and you tell me to be here at a certain time and I be here at a certain time and it's still not ready and it takes 30 more minutes for them to get it ready, mm-hmm. that's a problem. I agree with that. So I get why she could be upset. But she didn't, nobody who was standing in line. They were trying. They they didn't have it. Like you didn't, you didn't have to, you didn't pre-order it or nothing. Like you didn't order online. Like you got in line. Oh yeah, and yeah. Ordered your food and all that. Yeah, that's shit. different. It's a you know food what I'm truck. That's what I mean, I'm saying. Where they gonna go? They gonna drive off? Like bitch, shut the fuck up. Yeah. You gotta wait. You gotta be patient. But it's getting to me. Like I don't know. Maybe it's just me just being hungry as fuck. And I was like, why are they taking so long? <laughs> you was damn. hungry. Yeah, nigga, shit. I just, I don't know, man. I just be want people to kind of have a little better understanding about people getting their business started up and, and yeah. knowing like, yo, they're getting their bearings up under them, man. Right. Like, believe but me. But see, that's. I'm sorry to cut you off. No, I'm just saying, believe me, when it gets right, it's going to be right. Well, that's when your personality needs to shine. Like the business, the people who own it should have looked at the crowd. Hey, y'all, I know it's a little bit of a wait. But they were doing that. They was doing that. It's yeah, going to be worth the wait. Hold on now. Right. I know you're hungry. You want a sample? I'll give you a sample for right now. You want a drink? Come on. They had a, they had a, a, a woman out there like, hey, y'all, like. You know what we're I'm saying? It. Like we're this is now. we're getting it together. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. cool. Okay. You know, like it's not like they weren't trying to appease people. Right, right, right. The girl even was saying, like, yo, like it's gonna take a few minutes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's gonna be a little bit of it's give people numbers. It or would something. be different if they weren't doing that. Right. But like some people just wanna I just so, there's some complainers. Just there's a lot of complainers just, out there. Just understand <laughs> it's a small black owned business is not gonna be to their to a standards of a corporate, it's not right. gonna be to a five guy standards, which apparently they're Fuck fucking them. up. But you get what I'm saying? Now they're I not McDonald's, they're not Burger King, they're not they're a small black owned business that's trying to getting, build. Get, they're just building. What's the name of this building? It's called Underground Vegan. The Underground Vegan. Say name one time. Underground Vegan. The Underground Vegan. If you're in the Birmingham area, make sure you go check out the. Yeah, just hit they hit them up on uh on IG. That's what's the name of anything on IG? 
Underground Vegan. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm doing an unsolicited ad. That's all. I'm just making see? sure, you know. See? See, look at you. All right. You ain't even getting paid for that. Nah, man. When we support something that's good, we just going to support it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting on you to give me some bullshit. You got mine? How about this? Uh, a North Carolina man receives $1.7 million in the PPP loan Stop for a fake... Stop. Stop the fluff stories, nigga. Fuck. I know what you want to get to. All right, fuck it. You, you fucking with the fluff. <laughs> All right, let's do I it. I know what you want to get to. Let's do I, it then. I'm ready then. to talk about it. <laughs> let's do it then, goddamn. You, you fucking with the fluff, bro. <laughs> We've been doing these fluff stories, and I think everybody came to this episode. <laughs> let's do it then. To, to talk about what it is. Look at my African American over here. Fuck it. Let's fluff shit. Get let's the, get, get it. You, you see all these links, nigga? Let's go. The debate, bitch. Let's get it. So, for everybody who don't know what happened this past week, there was a debate. Was there? It was horrible. <laughs> it was a loving hip hop episode, <laughs> if I ever seen one. Bro, what what was your main takeaway from this debate? Uh, so the biggest thing I got from this was, right. y'all thought Trump wasn't gonna come in and check niggas. That nigga came in checking fools. Like, yo, your son is a cokehead, my nigga. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? You trying to shut the whole country. This guy, if he gets the if he gets the United States, he's gonna shut the whole country down. I can't allow that to fucking happen. Right. Um. What else? The and and what else? Trump was just checking niggas. Mm. And uh, the moderator, mm-hmm. Chris Wallace. <laughs> Chris Wallace was like, I have no control around this place. Um. Yeah. It really felt uh, Housewives of Atlanta ish to me. Right. 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 Um. A lot of people were embarrassed. I. I actually. <laughs> now they're embarrassed. <laughs> One debate with the president. Now they're embarrassed. Um, not these three past years, but all right. For me personally, mm-hmm. um, I was still in a place where I was just like, mm, still undecided. Really? And a lot of people were just like, if you're undecided by this point, then you're where have you been at? And I'm like, well, mm. nobody was speaking to me here. Okay, mommy and daddy were fighting. I got you. Yeah, it did. It was a lot of that. <laughs> Mommy and Daddy, so, stop! Let me ask you this, Daddy. No. So they didn't convince you to vote for either one of them. Did they answer any questions that you had? Did you get any substance from anything that they were saying? Okay. The only thing that I got from it was a lot of mudslinging, mm. a lot of insults, and and I, everybody keeps saying it was coming from one side, but like it felt like Biden was still trying to talk to the American public. I'm still trying to talk to you people and mm-hmm. help you understand that mm-hmm. this guy's not good for here, but he still was kind of like, I kind of have to defend myself too because this nigga going in on my son. This nigga's kind of going in on, on on different things. It's like Biden was trying to like try to convey what his message was and Trump was like, nigga, please. N- what, nigga? No, you not, nigga. Wow. Yeah. And, 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 and I think Biden tried to have as much decorum as he possibly could. Really, I felt like he, like as he. I'm saying he. No, no, no. Just, as he possibly could. Right, right. But it's because of hard. what? It's kind of hard, huh? Because of what he was trying. He to wanted have. to convey his message. He wanted to convey. But what it he was could hard because the, of what? Because Trump was like, nigga. Yeah. Fuck you. You ain't doing this shit, nigga. I'm doing this shit. Right. I'm here, nigga. Right. I don't fuck with mask, nigga. <laughs> fuck the mask, this, fool. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen was that the reactions to the bullshit that we saw. One, my personal opinion was the I wanted the chaos up until I got I did too. And up until I got the chaos. And then it was nasty. And I was just like, yo, this is bad. 
But then I watched it again. You got to watch this debate again because there was a lot of shit that was said that just went unheard. Mm. Um, I think Trump did more disservice to himself in this debate than anything else. Like mm. he he did not walk away looking like the president. You know what I mean? Right. He looks he looks like a bully. He sounds like a bully. Off of actions, off of reactions, you just look at him. You're like, this guy is a fucking brainless dumbass. What the fuck did we elect as the president? But then when you look at it, when you look at the overall situation, it was an open debate. What is a debate? It's an argument. A glorified argument. What is an open debate? Is there rules here? There was rules, right? Uh, They supposed to have two minutes apiece to talk. Uninterrupted. Uh, uninterrupted but it's an open debate the the moderator is supposed to throw out what he's the moderator the moderator was like i'm gonna give you a certain uh subject to talk about you got two minutes mm-hmm. two uninterrupted, mm-hmm. uninterrupted minutes to talk about it and then your your cohort or whatever can rebuttal okay that if that was the rules the moderator was not sticking to the rules right because when trump or biden would try to answer he would interrupt them and then he'd be like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. But then he would say things like, this is an open debate. How is it an open debate if you're not going to allow these people to talk? Now, I'm going to be the first one to say Trump looked like an asshole. And he is an asshole. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to what he said, there was a lot more substance in there that people didn't hear because they were going off of feelings. Mm-hmm. When I first watched it, I didn't catch a lot of it. Twitter lit up. I mean, rightfully so. But that was just like, we got to get that bigot out of there. I'm like, okay. We, we, I mean, he did not look, he did not walk away this unscathed. He did more. Like, here's the issue. The Republicans marketing has been working so well that I feel like Joe Biden is just an idiot. He, he's a puppet. I, I you know what I'm saying? Way. Like, and so we were, we were amazed that he was talking this whole time he stood up the whole time without passing out he didn't go to sleep he had no not, not, he flubbed a few times he, he stumbled a lot but he did better than i was expecting mm-hmm. that is the end result better than expected trump did worse than people were expected and the bar was already low as fuck mm-hmm. so when you look at it you're like man just off of optics there's no way anybody could support the president I don't agree with that. Really? I think that no matter what he does, the far right is going to go with what he's talking about. Right, right. Like, right. it don't matter, like, what he does. And mm-hmm. the reason why I'm saying this is because everyone always has some type of excuse to 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 bail him out of certain situations. Hell yeah, taxes. So it's just like, <laughs> it's like the far right, and, you know, I'm not, uh, let me just say this right now, guys. Like, I don't really dig as deep as Shogun does. Uh, I just see different <laughs> shit from my point of view, but you know what I'm saying. Like it don't matter what he says or does. Yeah, he has a base, You're right? And he speaks to that base like nobody else can. And even oh boy, and the crazy thing about it is, to be completely honest with you, it's funny because there's there's a few Republicans who don't really fuck with that nigga like that, mm-hmm. but. A lot of people tune those guys out who are actually pointing out some of his bullshit mm. that they are Republicans mm. and 
so many people like he doesn't know what he's talking. There is a lot of bullshit. Like Joe Biden, I I was gonna do this point by point by point, but I felt like that got too deep into it. Mm -hmm. I'm just gonna take a few key points of moments that I liked from the debate. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this was up in hip hop. I was like, white people. It was. This is TV. Yeah, and we know this is something I need to talk to you about. Donald Trump knows the WWE playbook. Mm-hmm. Do you think his game plan, his strategy going in was to be the heel, to be the bad guy, mm-hmm. cause as much chaos, corruption, and, and, and just anarchy going on, and then the next two debates, if his plan would go to co- the way he wanted it, he would be like, well, I see where I messed up. Here's the, the way that I'm going to fix it. And then for next season, when I come back as the next new president, I mm-hmm. learned a lesson. Yeah. Here's how I'm going to fix it. So let me say this. I felt, well, one, yes, that actually, that kind of sums up. I feel like that is It seems WWE-ish. On. Yeah. Like, he came in way too high strong. But I also felt like his, I think his thing was, because you know he always called Joe Biden, what, Crazy Joe or something Sleepy like? Joe. Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe. I think he intentionally interrupted him and did those things as a diversion actor a diversion to get him to flub up and it worked people people you have been saying this a lot about how people were looking at joe biden as being like he does he's got dementia he's starting dementia Mm -hmm. i think trump came in in this debate like i'm gonna every time he try to speak i'm gonna try to fuck with him Mm. i'm gonna throw something out there Mm. to him and make him look like he doesn't know what he's talking about And, and i think that was a good for all yeah. intents and purposes, I think that was a good strategy. When Trump shut the fuck up and let Joe Biden talk, it was a lot of, huh? What? I, I don't really understand this. Mm-hmm. And he just flat, flat out said, I'm not going to answer that right. on a couple things. I was right. like, whoa, what are you doing? Right. So, But I think I think, I think, think that he did, his tactic was, I'm going to fuck him up. I'm right. going to say things that irritate him and throw him off. He threw him off his game. And I think it backfired on this one because so many people was expecting Joe Biden to just, just trip as he walked out there. Mm-hmm. That when he was just like, oh, my God, man, will you just shut up? People were like, yeah, shut the fuck up. Because that's how I was. I was like, Trump, shut the fuck up. Right. I've been saying that for weeks. I was like, all Trump got to do is shut the fuck up. Right. He didn't listen to anybody. The nation is reeling today from last night's slugfest. Would you shut up, man? The first presidential debate descends into chaos, interruption, and confusion. Very difficult to watch. Network anchors were left dazed. Don't ever use the word smart with me. Don't ever use that word. There's nothing smart about you, Joe. A hot mess inside a dumpster fire inside a train wreck. The worst debate I have ever seen. It was an absolute disgrace. It was a mockery of a presidential debate, an insult to our democracy. This morning, the nation's major newspapers were all in agreement it was a train wreck. We just simply have never seen anything like this. I mean, at times, it was almost unwatchable. I spoke to ABC. You want to say something? Was it a Democratic debate a mess? Like weren't people going at each other, going in, going in on each other? Yeah, it's called a debate. But I'm saying, like, when we remember whack what it was in yeah. november of last year or whatever when it was every all the candidates for president mm-hmm. didn't that shit get a little spicy too yeah. when motherfuckers call him like yes it, a debate. It, it, i just the media yeah the media me. is reporting this very bad they kill me because it's the same the democratic I, I i was hoping that i wasn't mistaken but the democratic debate was the same thing niggas was getting real spicy with each other motherfuckers was calling each other out sexist this motherfucker don't know what it just I don't like how they do it. It's that. a debate. <laughs> when you have a, a, a organized argument with somebody, 
You're going to say some things that try to knock them down. Right. Now, honestly, if you go back and watch it again, Trump did say some disparaging thing. But Joe Biden said some disparaging thing, too. But in the media, all you see is Trump. <laughs> it's like, man, this guy is terrible. Mm. It happens. The News senior congressional correspondent, Mary Bruce. You were actually inside the room. What was it like to witness it all? When have you ever heard a candidate turn to the other and tell him to shut up? Um, this was not a highbrow discourse. This really did become uh, a complete slugfest, an ugly, ugly exchange. It was, in a word, a disaster. I think what really struck me in the room was really the body language of the two candidates. You saw the president often turning to Joe Biden, often you know waving his finger at him. Joe Biden certainly did push back uh, using some very colorful language, language we have never seen before. You get the final word, Mr. Well, it's hard to get any word in with this clown. By one count, the president interrupted Joe Biden 128 times. One low point concerning many today was when the president was asked to condemn white supremacists. Are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do that? Would you like me to condemn white proud supremacists boys. and right proud, proud militia? Stand back and stand by. The right-wing Proud Boys today adopted the president's words as their new slogan, stand back, stand by. As a president in the United States, condemning white supremacy should be the easiest thing you do any day, all day. Today, the president had this to say. I've always denounced any form, any form, any form of any of that you have to denounce. Moderator Chris Wallace is also under fire today. He really struggled to control the chaos. Gentlemen, I hate to raise my voice, but I see it seems to be, why shouldn't I be different than the two of you? I spoke to Megyn Kelly, who hosts a new podcast, The Megyn Kelly Show. She moderated the presidential debate back in 2016. You've been in Chris Wallace's seat. How did he do? He's the best in the business. He's, he's so hardworking. The best in the business? Please. I think that's the that gist nigga, of that nigga was struggling as fuck. All right, I was gonna can use. I, go ahead, go ahead. Can go. I say something mm -hmm. real quick, man? The media has got to chill the fuck out. The same media who has been calling the fucking president racist for the last four fucking years man. keep trying to fucking say, "Well, he didn't denounce white supremacy." You're the fucking media. You literally have been calling this man a racist. Why are you surprised that this nigga didn't, didn't denounce it? Why don't people see that? Like, where have the fuck we been living in the last four fucking <laughs> oh years, bro? Get the... Leave... I want to slap the fuck out of some people so bad. He didn't say it. He didn't... Nigga, you've been calling him racist for four years. Why would you think he would, he would say... That's not how a president is supposed to... He had... You've been calling the man... He's been proving his racism... For the longest. You've been calling him racist for the longest. The media has been calling him racist for the longest. Yeah. So why this isn't are you new. shocked? Yeah, this isn't new. What's the shocking point but about this? It's a lot that went into that Proud Boys it's situation. It's misdirection. Yeah. It's misfucking direction. They, they don't, they want everybody to be up in arms about a fucking, uh, uh, him claiming, denouncing white supremacy when it's a whole lot of other shit that we need to be focusing on. Right. I know, I know it's, it's, 
it's bad, but it's not the number one issue. It's not. Now, 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 now. Let's 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 go ahead and get into this because I got. Nigga, <laughs> nah, you're right. Uh, no, no, people. What I'm saying is this, man, and I think that's just me being at home too much and not getting out and socializing with people. Mm. I'm always on social media, and the fucking crazy shit about it is, people on Twitter are just going fucking crazy over some over some shit that you, if you consider yourself an intelligent person, you knew this was you knew that was gonna go down. So why are you so fucking pissed about something that you knew? Mm. Mm. Like it's it's not rocket science, my nigga. Yeah. It ain't like a motherfucker is sitting up here selling secrets to the fucking Russians. <laughs> but they they saying he is doing stuff like that too. But, but they worried about him denouncing white supremacy when it's not it's an issue. But like nigga, we got a whole pandemic out here, bro. So like we got all kinds of different types of shit that's popping off. I am most definitely worried about like where are we going in 2021? Well, we gotta we gotta get unified together. So that is an man, issue. fuck them folks, man. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> I'm good? just I'm I'm pissed. I'm pissed because people are way dumber than what they fucking seen. And I'm not saying I'm the smartest <laughs> no, nigga. No, I get you. I'm not the smartest nigga. You mad in the world, that Americans bro. are falling for the same okie doke tricks that nigga, we've been falling for for the years? Nigga, hell yes. Mm-hmm. And and stop and stop acting. Please stop acting like this nigga Joe Biden is the answer because news fucking flash to me. And this is I don't speak for show. I don't speak for government <laughs> names. But I'm I'm just saying I don't speak for nobody. He's not the answer, bro. He ain't it. Okay. Um, Damn it. Let's, let's, let me get up to a few things that I, I enjoyed. Oh, I think Joe me. Biden called out Trump on his bungling of the coronavirus as a big sore part sore issue for Donald Trump and it is he was saying that you know you downplayed this virus you knew it was more deadlier than you thought you you kept saying it was going to disappear you said injecting Clorox no matter how you took that it's bad like he's been handling this situation poorly and apparently just judging off of the cases and the numbers in the news because we already know that shit's inflated it it is not trustworthy information you can't deny that the things Trump has done has hurt us in the long run. You know, no matter how, how the information may look, it has hurt the American people in the long run. Mm-hmm. So that is a legitimate issue. Joe Biden was right to call that out. Trump was right. And I think he had him. I said in the ropes on one of my, my group chats, maybe not on the ropes, but I felt like this was a big blow when he called him out on crime. That was, yeah, that was huge. That was a huge issue. But then Trump looks confused because he was like, Joe, in 1990. The crime know, bill. You did the crime bill. He was too, too, too pro pro crime or pro. He was too, he, he used law enforcement too hard. Yeah. He was like, it, you remember you called them super predators? You but, remember you called them that? We're getting there. But now. He's like, you won't even say anything about law enforcement. You, you're so scared by your left leaning. But he won't. But you can't have it both ways. Is he too hard on crime or is he too soft on crime? But he never mentioned. He do, He doesn't mention. He doesn't mention that. Well, that's that's a good thing but now because he was so effective back then, right? <laughs> like, well, but you throw can't. Throw niggas in jail, <laughs> right? I, I, I agree with you. Throw all of. Wait, wait, wait. The niggas are you talking no, about? No, I'm just saying. Oh yeah, that's probably what he was saying. Yeah, that's what he was saying. But the issue is, you sound like you flip flopping, and a lot of this information is not being explained thoroughly. So there's a lot of people who just see Trump slinging a lot of mud and not understanding what the fuck he's saying. Right. 
So this next piece that we're going to... But I mean, Biden won't say anything. Well, he doesn't have to. But I mean, he's protecting himself by not saying exactly. anything. Exactly. Biden won this by not saying anything. <laughs> Trump <laughs> fucked it up for himself. He was debating but the I, moderator, I my think, nigga. I really feel like you, him pointing that out is like a really big it deal. It was. I'm in here like, oh shit, nigga. And it was like, wait a minute. Yeah, but he flipped it. And he did. Like, I was thoroughly impressed that Joe Biden got through this whole debate. Because I had so, I don't know, so man. much I, the lack of confidence said, I had. If you would have said something about my son like that, nigga, oh yeah, we fight, I, nigga. They should have fought, nigga. I was like, hey, turn the cameras off. Nah, turn the cameras on. I want y'all <laughs> to see me whoop this nigga ass. He would have won. I would have voted for him. Fuck it, no problems. End of this. From sir. During the Obama Biden administration, there was tremendous division. There was hatred. You look at uh, Ferguson. You look at. You go to very many places. Look at Oakland. Look what happened in Oakland. Look what happened in Baltimore. Look what happened. Frankly, it was more violent than what I'm even seeing now. But the reason is is that the Democrats that run these cities don't want to talk like you about law and order. And you still haven't mentioned. Are you in favor of law and order? I'm in favor of law. You follow. Are you in favor of law and order? Yes, I'm in favor. You ask a question, let him finish. Law and order. Law and order. Let him. Law and order with justice, where people get treated fairly. And the fact of the matter is, violent crime went down 17 percent, 15 percent in our administration. It's gone up on his watch. Went down much more. All right, all right, this is hard to get through. Man, Trump is Nene Leaks. <laughs> he is Nene. Um, damn, let me just and Joe Biden is candy. Let me just play this because I can't remember the part that I wanted to get to. Of America, China, Mr. We President, every record in the Mr. Book. President, you're going to be very happy because we're now going to talk me. about law and order. Since we had trouble, we're Democratic-run cities. That's exactly my Democratic- question. There has been a dramatic increase in homicides in America this summer, particularly, and you often blame that on Democratic mayors and Democratic governors, but in fact, there have been equivalent spikes in Republican-led cities like Tulsa and Fort Worth. So the question is: Is this really a party issue? I think it's a party issue. You can bring in a couple of examples, but if you look at Chicago, what's going on in Chicago, where uh, 53 people were shot and eight died shot. If you look at New York, where it's going up like nobody's ever seen anything, the numbers are going up 100, 150, 200 percent crime. It is crazy what's going on. And he doesn't want to say law and order because he can't, because he'll lose his radical left supporters. And once he does that, it's over with. But if he ever got to run this country, and they ran it the way he would want to run it. We would have we would our suburbs would be gone. By suburbs. the way, our suburbs would be gone, and you would see problems like you've he never would seen. know a suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know suburbs. What the fuck does that mean? You wouldn't know a suburb or what? You, <laughs> nigga, I'm rich. <laughs> nigga, I don't give a fuck about no suburbs. And then Trump was like, "Oh, I know some suburbs." <laughs> what the fuck? Is that is that white people's hood? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> they was <he's> claiming <laughs> the set, nigga. You would see problems like you've he never would seen know right a before. suburb unless he took a wrong turn. Oh, I know suburbs. He would not. So much I was better. raised. Go ahead. Would, Wait a minute. I was <laughs> raised in the suburbs. This is not 1950. All these <laughs> them niggas need to be rappers. I was raised. Nigga, in the I'm suburbs. out the. I, man, I came out the gold. <laughs> right. I came out of the good shit. Dog whistles and racism don't work anymore. Suburbs are by and large integrated. There's many people today driving their kids to soccer practice and or to uh, black. Who said the suburbs were not integrated? 
Where did the dog why whistle it, come from? Why are they arguing about the suburbs? <laughs> I don't know. Suburbs oh, is they, good. They went from law and order to the suburbs. But the, what What about the hood? Well, I guess now that you, about the, the hood? you see the black people marching in the suburbs, they're like, oh, we need to worry about oh, this. Oh, we got to stop this shit. Yeah, yeah. Arrest all the niggas. White and Hispanic in the same car as there have been any time in, in the past. What's, what really is a threat to the suburbs and their safety is his failure to deal with COVID. They're dying in the suburbs. His failure to deal with the environment. They're being flooded. They're being burned out because okay. his refusal to do anything. That's why the suburbs are in trouble. I, I do want to talk about this issue of law and order, though. And in the joint recommendation that came from the Biden-Bernie Sanders task force, you talked about, quote, reimagining policing. That's what it was. First of all, what is... Re- what Man, the- Trump was like, Yo, y'all was training these niggas to hate our country. Yeah, well, but he said, well, y'all using sensitivity training, and that's teaching them to hate our country. Like, no, nigga, you trying to teach them not to kill niggas all the time. Yeah, that's kind of what we need. <laughs> but Trump ended it. But at the same time. Fuck! <laughs> but at the same time, you, you, I, I get what he was trying to say. I'm not sure if it's from sensitivity training, but he's saying, like, a lot of these programs are teaching people, like, capitalism is bad. And, you know, Trump is definitely going to be a true believer in capitalism. I mean, look at how rich he is. But, like, sensitivity training. Look, I always feel, I always thought sensitivity training was just like, yo, let's not pull our gun on this black guy. Yeah, right. Like, let's let's try to handle the situation right. the best way we can right. without killing him. And they ended that under Trump. And I watch. guess killing niggas means you love America. Somehow they equated the same thing. <laughs> but Trump ended Fuck! that shit. You know what I'm saying? So that's wrong. Like I don't, I don't agree with that. And what about the motherfucking the the uh, the um um the forest rangers? Where they at? Oh yeah, they right. they in the set. All right, we almost there. First of all, what does reimagining policing mean? And do you support? It means. Uh, uh, let me, if I might finish the question. <laughs> what does reimagining policing mean? <laughs> nigga thought he was on do Jeopardy. Do you support the Black Lives Matter uh, call for? Uh, for community control of policing. Look, what I support is the police having the opportunity to deal with the problems they face. And I'm not I'm totally opposed to defunding the police officers. As a matter of fact, police, local police, the only one defunding in his budget calls for a $400 million cut in local law enforcement assistance. They need more assistance. They need when they show up for a 9-11 call to have someone with them as a psychologist or psychiatrist to keep them from having to use force and be able to talk people down. We- it, it, that, I was confused when he said that and I put that in the group chat and I was like, psychiatrist, police? Like what? That's gonna keep people from from shooting black folks. That doesn't sound like that's a crime issue. That sounds like a policing issue. That sounds like y'all need <laughs> like to screen poli- a little bit. Better. The police don't know. Like, hey, can I shoot this guy or not? Yeah. <laughs> like, can I talk to the guy? Hey, what is he doing? Wait, Sell wait, wait. Put the gun down. Let me talk to him. Yeah. All right. Sell, sell, wait. Hold on. Let me count. Let me call my psychiatrist. <laughs> right. Hey. So, so he's got some guns. <laughs> hey. So so hey hey. Apparently Charles. He's Charles. So this okay. Yeah. Here's the scenario. Okay. It's a black guy mm-hmm. standing outside. Okay. Now he's selling. Looks like he's selling. He's selling uh juices. Juice? So he's selling juices. Okay. Now he's big. Oh. He's okay. about six six two twenty. Yeah. So I'm trying to figure out should I shoot him? Mm-hmm. I mean, my mind is telling me yes because what? he's six six two twenty. What did he learn? Say that again. What did he learn? Was he learn? What is he wearing? Oh, he's got like a white t-shirt on, some jeans, Jordans. Jordans, what kind? 
threes. I'm gonna shoot him. Shoot him? Yeah. You sure? I'm gonna shoot him. He'll be fine. Fuck. What size do shoes look? Oh, they they twelves. No, that's my size. Get the shoes. Bet. Come here. Huh? We have to have community policing like we had before, where the officers get to know the people in the communities. That's when crime went down. It didn't go up, it went down. And so we have to be engaged. That's not what they're private. talking about, that's, Chris. That's well, not what that, they're talking about. He's exactly, talking about defunding the that, police. That is not true. He doesn't have any what, law what you, support. Look, he has no law enforcement that's support. That's not true. Almost that's nothing. Not, that, look. Oh, Roy, who do you have? Name one group that supports you. Name one. <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> That's a good point. And then he's like, that's not what they're talking about, Chris. So <laughs> Biden was like, look, I'm not for defunding the police, but we do need to like change the police and have people riding with the police to let them know who to shoot. <laughs> that sounds a lot like defunding the police. Some of the stuff that they want, he might be taking elements from it. And what are they? It's semantics, dog. It's all semantics. You need a psychiatrist riding with you to kind of tell you not to kill an unarmed black man who's selling juices? I want them joys, my nigga. Fuck. Fuck. They came out and supported you. Go ahead. Think. We have time. We don't have time to do anything. (laughs) Name one law enforcement group. That came well, I out think, and I think, gentlemen, I think I'm going to I'm going to take back the moderator's role, and I want and I want to. I'm going to reclaim my time. <laughs> this he was like, look. So when when Biden was like, we don't have time, he did that a lot. But what Trump was trying to get to, and I think he actually got to this point next, was was Biden's record. You're always going to have you got 30 years of history, 30 mm-hmm. plus years of Biden being in office versus three years. Right. I said this before, and I don't know if people understood it, but. When you look at Biden's record, you can always find something to twist it and make it look negative. There is a lot of negative there. There's been a lot of uh, he's done things, but it hasn't been effective. I don't know. But the last three years, we feel it. We can feel it right now. Mm. So you can you can see Trump's impact has affected America more so than anything that Biden has done in the last 30 years, unless you're black. Right. Why should voters trust you rather than your opponent to deal with the race issues facing this country over the next four years? Vice President Biden, you go first. It's about equity and equality. It's about decency. It's about the Constitution. And we have never walked away from trying to require equity for everyone, equality for the whole of America. But we've never accomplished it. But we've never walked away from it like he has done. It is true. The reason I got in the race is when those people, close your eyes, remember what those people look like coming out of the fields carrying torches, their veins bulging, spewing, just spewing anti-Semitic bile and accompanied by the Ku Klux Klan. A young woman got killed and they asked the president what he thought. He said there were very fine people on both sides. No president's ever Finish said anything statement. like that. Finish it, it, it is his now, second, minutes, sir. Second. Okay, that is a very important statement. Joe Biden just said, this is the reason I wanted to run for president because during that, what was it, Charleston? I think so. Whenever that's, when the clash happened between the the right and the left, we saw the tiki torchy people marching and then the Antifa, well, I don't even know, was it Black Lives Matter? I don't know. It's so many different things. People were out there, Donald Trump said, there are very fine people on both sides. People were like, these were neo-Nazis. How could they be very fine people? Mm-hmm. That quote has been misconstrued, twisted, turned mm-hmm. around. And Trump is saying right here, finish the statement. And 
Joe Biden will not finish the statement because it is a lie. Mm. Trump did say that, but there in context, you got to put it in context of what he's actually saying. Right. Guess what? I got the fucking statement and I got it where you can hear it in context. And maybe we can actually understand what the fuck is happening. <laughs> yeah. you're what you're calling the alt left and white supremacists on the same moral plane. I'm not putting anybody on a moral plane. What I'm saying is this. You had a group on one side and you had a group on the other and they came at each other with clubs and it was vicious and it was horrible and it was a horrible thing to watch. But there is another side. There was a group on this side, you can call them the left, you've just called them the left, that came violently attacking the other group. So you can say what you want, but that's the way it is. So you said there was hatred, there was violence on both sides. Are, are well, I do think there's blame. Yes, I think there's blame on both sides. You look at you look at both sides. I think there's blame on both sides, and I have no doubt about it. And you don't have any doubt about it either. And and, and, and if you reported it accurately, you would say. And you had some very bad people in that group, but you also had people that were very fine people on both sides. You had people in that group, excuse me, excuse me, I saw the same pictures as you did. You had people in that group that were there to protest the taking down of, to them, a very, very important statue and the renaming of a park from Robert E. Lee to another name. George Washington was a slave owner. Was George Washington a slave owner? So will George Washington now lose his status? Are we going to take down, excuse me, are we going to take down, are we going to take down statues to George Washington? How about Thomas Jefferson? What do you think of Thomas Jefferson? You like him? Okay, good. Are we going to take down the statue? Because he was a major slave owner. Now are we going to take down his statue? So you know what? It's fine. You're changing history. You're changing culture. And you had people, and I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, because they should be condemned totally. But you had many people in that group other than neo-Nazis and white nationalists, okay? And the press has treated them absolutely unfairly. Now, in the other group also, you had some fine people, but you also had troublemakers, and you see them come with the... With the black outfits and with the helmets and with the baseball bats you got a, you had a lot of bad you had a lot of bad people in the other group too unfairly, sir, I'm sorry I just didn't understand what you were saying you were saying the press has treated white nationalists unfairly no, I just didn't understand what you were saying no. there were people in that rally and I looked the night before if you look they were people protesting very quietly the taking down of the statue of Robert E Lee I'm sure in that group there were some bad ones. The following day, it looked like they had some rough, bad people. Neo-Nazis, uh, white nationalists, whatever you want to call them. But you had a lot of people in that group that were there to innocently protest and very legally protest because, you know, I don't know if you know, they had a permit. The other group didn't have a permit. So I only tell you this. There are two sides to a story. I thought what took place was a horrible moment for our country, a horrible moment. But there are two sides to the country. Does anybody have a final? Does anybody have? <laughs> that nigga's aggressive all the time. Yeah, like, that, I don't that, see why true. people are tripping off this debate. But did you understand what he said? Yeah. He was saying 
there are very fine people on both sides, not including the neo Nazis mm-hmm. and the protesters who were violent on the other side. Right. He was saying that the peaceful protesters who were there, they might have been right white ring Nazis or whatever, but they are peaceful. Those are the fine people on both sides. So Joe Biden said that this is the reason he's getting into the race because Trump is saying that there's fine people on the neo-Nazi side and on the non-protesting side. So it's it's you gotta have an end somewhere. You're, you're, you're I don't know. You gotta have an end somewhere. Look, yeah, man. but when your campaign is is running off of a misquoted statement from the he, media, bruh, he got in the race late as fuck. Biden, yes. Oh yeah. Well, you know what I'm saying, yeah. like. It was like he wasn't even trying to fucking run. Everybody kept asking him. He Are you going to do it? Like, you going to do it? You going to yeah, do it? Yeah, he was like, ah, well, you know, and then right. he, he went to the 11th hour to be like, I'm running. I'm running. And the, he ran off of Obama's name. Yeah, he still. did. Still. Like, y'all motherfuckers, I'm mad. Like, fuck this. Y'all motherfuckers got to understand, nigga. These niggas is hustlers. They hustling both out of here. Them. Exactly. Yeah, both exactly. What I said, these niggas hustlers. is hustlers. I get you. It just pisses me off because everybody's just like, yo, we got to get Biden in there. And it's pissing me off because to me, he just ain't the motherfucker to be in there. He not. And it's like, I'm confused because nobody. I don't want either one of them. I don't either. Okay. But yeah. people are, are so impassioned and ready to get this dude. And I'm not saying but you Trump. You got to look at it. I'm you not said saying it Trump, earlier. I'm not saying Trump is the dude to be up in there. Right. But like, God damn, man. Y'all, you, you're, you're, you're I getting. I think we're getting blinded by the anger. Damn, yes. You're blinded by your simple hatred of this dude. Yeah. Niggas is hoping this nigga getting. He, they hoping this nigga die. I wasn't even going to say that, but yeah. That's, niggas is on. Niggas is online. Isn't that bad? Like, doesn't that feel wrong? Like, yeah. no matter how much I hate somebody or disagree with them, I don't want them to die. <laughs> what the fuck? The thing about it is, bro, people are really upset with Trump. And I I get that, man. Like, I completely get that. But if you don't see this motherfucker Biden, like, really Hustling fucking doing too. a three-car Monty and, and fucking <laughs> getting your ass right. and, and holding and sticking you up. Because if you... I'm, I'm telling y'all right fucking now, bro. If y'all think things are going to fucking change, like, no, nigga. They're not. Yeah. You can tell me. You can... He can say... I can say that I'm a fucking astronaut in the strip club. Guess what, nigga? Yeah, I'm trying astronaut. to fuck. Right. <laughs> You get what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I'm right. just tired of people. It's just it just shocked me the way people blindly want to go with this 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 with Joe Biden. But you said it earlier. They've done the media has done three years of prep work, three years of calling this dude racist, three years of calling him stupid, three years of calling him just bad for America. When when it, it seems like what happened was when Hillary Clinton was running and she lost. That's when the media just switched all of a sudden. They yes. were like pounding Trump even harder and harder. And I get it. Some people never wanted him to be the president. I I, I didn't care for Hillary Clinton. I didn't want Trump to be the president either. But fuck it. Who else we got? That's the same situation <laughs> we in now. This is all we have. Right. <laughs> we only have white bread. Man, so many people got into my inbox talking about dog out of. Four years out of all the time we had, it comes down to tease two assholes. But that's the thing, too, man. See, the thing with you is, is like you got people like, hey, this going to. I fuck with motherfuckers who just like, man, if you undecided, man, I don't know what the fuck you was watching. But yeah. and I'm like, no, my nigga, like, I get it. Mm-hmm. 
He's a bigot. He's 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 a motherfucker who has gotten out of control. But Joe Biden ain't. Oh, I thought you were talking about Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just joking. I knew you were talking about You ain't black unless you vote. I mean, like, yo. I guess people don't hear those type of things. It's a ton of it's a ton of people who bit that bait. Yeah. But what I'm and I'm not saying I'm not saying those people that 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 I see on Twitter or kind of go back and forth with on Twitter about because like, once you once you get to that point on Twitter and you talking about well because I was like what did I say I, I I said like yo I don't know what y'all seen he was like I was like if you pick Joe Biden after this debate we weren't watching the same thing <laughs> and somebody was like well you must have been watching football or some shit yeah I, I thought I think Joe Biden lost this debate in substance but Trump killed himself <laughs> by just being overbearing. What was I listening to? I was listening to something. I, I can't remember the it was a podcast I was listening yeah. to. But somebody said something that made sense. It was like, yo, all you gotta be is 35 <laughs> and born in America to be president. Yeah. And that's it. And it's like, if those are the credentials. Why is these the only two niggas? <laughs> why is we got this? <laughs> right. Like, why can't we figure out well, how to fucking find somebody who can lead the country that's not this? Yeah. It was some bars that was being said. Like Joe Biden was like, uh, "No, Trump has said I've done more in forty-seven years. I mean, I've I've done more in forty-seven months than you've done in forty-seven years." I was like, "Dang, that's hard." And then Joe oh, Biden was, was dropping like, mics. Joe Joe Biden was like, <laughs> Joe uh, Trump was like, Joe, why haven't you done anything? You were here in the office for thirty years, and Joe Biden was like, "Well, shit, you wasn't the president fucking it up, basically." <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Go bro. ahead, go ahead. And I, like, we just gonna we gonna, we gonna keep it funky, real keep quick. it funky. In your heart of hearts, mm-hmm. in your heart of hearts, <laughs> if Joe Biden gets elected, do you really think he has a plan for America? I I don't know if Joe Biden has a plan, but the Democratic Party definitely has a plan. I mean, just like with Trump, we're just gonna have to. He's now the president, right? So we're gonna have to go with. We're gonna have to go through with the plan that he has currently and whether we like it or not we can challenge it using our, our our voice we can challenge it using you know our 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 system of government mm. um i don't know if he has a plan that i agree with but i think the democrats have an overall plan for america the republicans are doing a good job putting it like hey the democrats are trying to dramatically transform the american experience so and you said this earlier but i'm gonna ask you again because that was very well put do you believe that this nigga is just a a puppet and we have somebody else who's feeding him what he needs biden yes yeah but i feel that way about all politicians all presidents Mm -hmm. um presidents who said that shit damn presidents are not elected they're selected Mm. and um Come on, dude. Any guy with eyes or any person with eyes can see that Joe Biden is not the best person for the job. He's just the next up for secession. No, nigga. You know what I mean? No, most motherfuckers really do feel like this is the dude to go with. And the thing is, it's like, and I'm undecided because, again, neither one of these niggas is speaking to me. (laughs) Oh, I get you on that. Neither one of these motherfuckers. Not when they came up, when they started, when in the debate, when they said we're going to talk about the, the issues with with the African Americans, they skipped over that so they skipped over that so easy, like oh, it was jump rope. That's nigga. where I'm at right now, to be honest with you. Let's get to it. Point I'd make to you is that when 
Floyd was killed, when Mr. Floyd was killed, there was a peaceful protest in front of the White House. What did he do? He came out of his bunker, had the military do use tear gas on him so he could walk across to a church and hold up a Bible. And then what happened after that? The bishop of that very church said that it was the disgrace. The general who was with him said he all he, all he ever wants to do is divide people, not unite people at all. This is a president who has used everything as a dog whistle to try to generate racist hatred, racist division. This is a man who, in fact, you talk about helping African-Americans. One in 1,000 African-Americans has been killed because of the coronavirus. And if he doesn't do something quickly, by the end of the year, one in 500 will have been killed. One in 500 African-Americans. This man, this man, is the is the savior of African-Americans? This man cares at all? This man's done virtually nothing. Look, the fact is that you have to look at what he talks about. You have to look at what he did. And what he did has been disastrous for the African-American community. So, Pre President Trump, you have two minutes. Why should... <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Look, look, look at how Trump look at you. already know he got something loaded in the chamber. Yeah, he, he, ready to ready. Was, he was knocking you up. <laughs> Which, by the way, they should have played that in the Man. background throughout this whole debate. Yeah. Americans trust you over your opponent to deal with racism. He did a crime bill, 1994, mm. where you called them super, super predators, predators. African-Americans, the super predators. And they've never forgotten it. They've never forgotten it, Joe. No, no, sir. It's his two minutes. So you did that, and they called you a super predator. And I'm letting people out of jail now that you have treated the African-American population community you have treated the black community about as bad as anybody in this country you did the 1990 and that's why if you look at the polls i'm doing better than any republican has done in a long time because they saw what you did you call them super predators and you've called them worse than that because you look back at your testimony over the years you've called them a lot worse than that as far as the church is concerned and as far as the generals are concerned we just got the support of 200 mil 250 military leaders and generals, total support. Law enforcement, almost every law enforcement group in the United States. I have Florida, I have Texas, I have Ohio, I have every, excuse me, Portland. The sheriff just came out today and he said, I support President Trump. I don't think you have any law enforcement. You can't even say the word law enforcement because if you say those words, you're going to lose all of your radical left supporters. And why aren't you saying those words, Joe? Why don't you say the words law enforcement? Because you know what? If they called us in Portland, we would put out that fire in a half an hour, but they won't do it because they're run by <laughs> radical left Democrats. If you look at Chicago, if you look at any place you want to look, Seattle, they heard we were coming in the following day and they put up their hands and we got back Seattle. Minneapolis, we got it back, Joe, because we believe in law and order, but you don't. The top 10 cities and just about the top 40 cities are run by Democrats and in many cases, radical left. And they've got you wrapped around their finger, Joe, to a point where you don't want to say anything about law and order. And I'll tell you what, the people of this country want and demand law and order, and you're afraid to even say it. I, I feel like Trump did his thing. Now, one, he said that Joe Biden called him super predators and Joe Biden said, I never said that, which is true. He didn't call them super predators. That was Hillary Clinton. Uh, Hillary Clinton called us super predators and they pushed that 94 crimes bill. What Biden said was they're predators. They're going to grow <laughs> up to become predators that attack you on the streets. And, and, you know, actually, let me let me see if I can super find super predators. They're predators. 
Man, where's Arnold Schwarzenegger at? <laughs> you one ugly motherfucker. Mother this is what Joe Biden actually said. Take back the streets. It doesn't matter whether or not the person that is accosting your son or daughter or my son or daughter, my wife, your husband, my mother, your parents, it doesn't matter whether or not they were deprived as a youth. It doesn't matter or not whether or not they had no background that enabled them to have to uh, become uh, uh, social, uh, become socialized into the fabric of society. It doesn't matter whether or not they're the victims of society. The end result is they're about to knock my mother on the head with a lead pipe, shoot my sister, beat up my wife, take on my sons. So I don't want to ask what made them do this. They must be taken off the street. That's number one. There's a consensus on that. Unless we do something about that cadre of young people, tens of thousands of them, born out of wedlock, without parents, without supervision, without any structure, without any conscience developing, because they literally, I yield myself three more minutes, because they literally have not been socialized they literally have not had an opportunity. We should focus on them now. If we don't, they will, or a portion of them will, become the predators 15 years from now. And Madam President, we have predators on our streets. That's just... Do we care? He was talking about black people born out of wedlock who, you know, are now predators on the street. Do we care? I watched Predator 2 with Danny Glover. Yeah, I thought so. Nobody, <laughs> nobody gives a damn. I, I feel you. Um, let me see what else I got. I wanted to get to these Proud Boys real quick. Uh, stand back and stand by. Stand up. Okay. Stand. Who are the Proud Boys? You ever heard of the Proud Boys? Not until the other night. Exactly. That's the same way I am. I'm like, I don't even know who the fuck these niggas are. are an all-male right-wing extremist group known for anti-Muslim and misogynistic rhetoric and for inciting street violence. They were founded in 2016 by Gavin McInnes, a co-founder of Vice Media who has... Oh, that's all I need to hear. <laughs> <laughs> we all know about Vice. <laughs> this nigga is terrible. Damn, Max Bronson. Yeah. ...since left the group. The Southern Poverty Law Center designates the Proud Boys as a hate group. They often appear alongside other hate groups at extremist gatherings, like the 2017 Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville that turned fatal when a car intentionally drove into a crowd of protesters and killed Heather Heyer. At the white first woman. presidential debate of 2020, President Trump refused to condemn violence by white supremacists. But are you willing tonight to condemn white supremacists and militia groups yeah. and to say that they need to stand down and not add to the violence in a number of these cities as we saw in Kenosha and as we've seen in Portland. Sure, Are you I'm prepared to, to do specifically that, do it? Well, I, go would ahead, say, I would say almost everything I see is from the left wing, not from the right so wing. So what, what, what are you saying? I'm, I'm willing to do anything. I want to see well, peace. Then do it, sir. He specifically mentioned the white nationalist group. What do you want to call them? Give me a name. Give me a white name. White supremacists and right like supremacists and right proud militia. Boys, stand back and stand by. The group praised. <laughs> All right. In that little exchange, 
Trump didn't want to just come out and say, who, which group you want to call them? Give me a name. And then Biden is the one who said, Proud Boys. And he was like, all right, Proud Boys, stand by. Stand, what do he say? St- stand by and stand ready. Whatever. I can stand by. The group praised Trump online by. following the debate. Okay. In the hours after his remarks, the group incorporated Trump's words into its logo. In 2020, British clother Fred Perry pulled a black and yellow polo shirt from the U.S. market after it became an unofficial uniform for group members. The week before the debate, the Proud Boys gained national attention for holding a rally outside of Portland. The attendance was much lower than the group had predicted. More rallies and flag waves in support of America, our president, our police, our faith, life, and all those things near and dear to our patriotic hearts. All right, so the Proud Boys are white, right-leaning. Hard, hard to it's, say. It's hard. It's, right, they're white. Right-leaning. Um, the, the dude that they've been parading around on, on the cameras looks Cuban or whatever, but who cares? <laughs> I've watched a couple of their videos. It does seem like Cuban a bunch. Of, it seems like a bunch of misguided men who are probably right white supremacists. But that doesn't mean hard, all, it's hard for me. It doesn't mean that the whole group is that way. But shit, who cares? Your name is the Proud Boys. You you stand for a bunch of bullshit, especially Trump. I mean, they're they're like one step down from being white supremacists. Mm. So what, are, what what's really going on is a war of perspective. What Trump is saying he sees at these rallies is the Antifa people, the terrorists. The, he calls Antifa terrorists now. He sees the agitators. He sees people destroying property, mm-hmm. snatching down monuments, just breaking windows, destroying federal buildings and whatnot. Mm-hmm. He sees those as the troublemakers. Now, we've been talking about this this whole time. When we look at these protests, the Black Lives Matter, there's the Black Lives Matter people, and then there's people in those crowds who start the riots. Mm-hmm. You remember when the bricks and shit just appeared out of nowhere? Yep. A lot of people were saying that there's agitators in those crowds. Mm-hmm. When people were saying that they're flying all over the country, going from place to place to start these riots, it's not the black people in the crowds who are actually destroying property, painting shit, and, mm-hmm. and just being disorderly. Right. It seems to be a lot of white people in these crowds under the name of Black Lives Matter that's doing a lot of this fuck shit. That's the way I'm seeing it. No, I agree. 100%. Okay. So what people are seeing from the other side, which is the Proud Boys, they're like, well, shit, what's going on? They want to destroy the police. They want to defund the police department and eradicate the police department. They want to tear down our history. They want to tear down our, our society. They want to march up and down, and it's all in the guise of Black Lives Matter. This is some bullshit. And then they do the same bullshit that I do. They go and look up the history, and they're like, oh, look at this. This is Marxist bullshit. Mm-hmm. They're against anything that's America. Mm-hmm. So fuck that. We need to band together and build a group like this. Proud boys. We're proud to be an American. We're proud to stand here and fight for our country. We're proud to be who we are. Why does speech so accurate? But that's what's going on. <laughs> Why is this speech that Who they the use? fuck breaks this shit down? <laughs> Nobody does this shit on the news. I don't see this shit. You always. What I've they never see, heard of these guys. I've never heard of them either. It took me a fucking week and I got this shit. <laughs> All you ever hear on the news is they're white and they're right leaning and they are racist. They're neo Nazis. Is it fair? Now, I'm going to be the asshole to say this shit, and I know I'm fucking wrong. But is it fair to say that there are good people in these groups? Some people who are just misguided. Some people who just want to do what they think is the right thing because their perspective is telling them that, hey, I need to stand up for my country because these motherfuckers is trying to take over my country. Are they trying to do that? No, but we're being lied to on all sides. So look at the Proud Boys. 
This is another group of niggas who don't know what the fuck they want to do, but they feel like they need to make change. Doesn't that sound a lot like Black Lives Matter? Hmm. What happens? Hmm. What what creates? You didn't go there. Yeah, I did that. (laughs) What creates groups like this? What created the Black Panthers? I mean, that was coming from the police beating up on being on what? The Panthers was were created to protect their neighborhood. Oh, so and it was, was a reaction to the bullshit of going on and doing the times. Yeah, right? police was coming in the neighborhood, beating up niggas, killing them, and all that. Kind what of created shit. the gangs? Wasn't that a reaction to the shit that was going on in the time? Well, at, at the at that, I mean, a lot of ex Black Panthers and a lot of ex people who were a part of that, a part of it. Well, from my understanding, mm-hmm. a lot of ex Panthers spread out, mm-hmm. and it got to a point where they didn't have, they didn't have. Uh, organization anymore. Right. So a lot of the gangs were created actually to out be of necessity. To, right. They were out of necessity to keep to keep this the spirit of it going on. But once you get into the drug game and right. you introduce drugs it into gets the mix, way out of control. Now we got a problem. Now we got to we got a, we got we got the drugs who are which is a part of a crime situation mm-hmm. which is basically going to deteriorate your neighborhood. Right. So it got to a point to where like yeah we got to make money somehow because we're not funding ourselves any other way. Once you incorporate drugs and money, then you incorporate getting fucking corners, getting motherfucking yeah, yeah. turf and but shit. Then, but then that the, when you go back to the Black Panthers, you see a lot of FBI involvement there, and it fucked that whole group up. Of course, so, they don't like a group, a, a, a organization that's protecting their neighborhood, knowing the laws and keeping the the real police out. They don't want that shit. So what Trump is saying, stand by and stand down, is saying, hey, stop doing what you're doing, stop that. Let the police handle the situation. Proud Boys is like, all right, we're going to do that. But what Trump also said is what I'm seeing from my vantage point is a lot of Antifa niggas coming in here, starting these issues, starting the the protests. And nobody's talking about Antifa other than Trump. So now it looks like you got the neo-Nazi motherfuckers like the Proud Boys fighting the Antifa motherfuckers who are trying to fight each other to take over control of America. But the problem is Antifa hadn't been a thing for a long time. Nigga, I ain't heard of Antifa. Nobody has brought and we ain't heard of none like, of these groups. These niggas is just popping up out of nowhere. Right? Ain't no Antifa. The last time I heard something about Antifa, I thought that was a group from the seventies and eighties that were doing that. Yeah, my grandma used to listen to Antifa. They, they made some good music. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, <laughs> but I need to call my Antifa. <laughs> right? You might see why it. she called all this problem. Right? Antifa. Goddamn Antifa. Chill out. Why is Trump talking about you on I don't know. TV? I don't know. You Antifa. What? Is you been drinking again? Yeah, I've been drinking. Goddamn, do that shit every day. Fuck Antifa. You. What? Why you smoking in Virginia Slim? Man, cause that's the best brand, nigga. You got my Virginia Slim. Antifa. What? Can I borrow twenty dollars? Fuck no, nigga. Stop calling me. <laughs> so I love you, Antifa. <laughs> <laughs> so Antifa. <laughs> Proud Boys is a problem. Okay. The ideal. The, the ideal. I don't want to say that. They not they not a main issue. They not a big issue. But the ideal of these groups. Now this is the weird thing. There's some black niggas in Proud Boys. Guess what? How are they anti or how are they neo Nazis allowing black people into their group? Because they're not the they're not the clan. Guess what? The clan had black members too. But they're not the clan. The clan has black members too. Uh, or are they just servants? Something's wrong here, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I remember watching this documentary showing the Klan and the neo-Nazis hating each other. Yeah. Because the neo-Nazis are like, those low-class motherfuckers ain't shit. I'm glad you said that. What's going on in America right now is not a race war. It's class warfare. 
We, Somebody else said that. We are fighting week. a class war right now. People are hurting and they need help. And when you have people that are desperate and the government that is blind and not trying to do shit for them, you're going to have these fringe groups come out of nowhere. You're going to have people trying to band together and build their own shit together and actually fight back. When you see the people constantly going to the voting booth and doing what they thought is the right thing and over and over and over they never get the results that they wanted you're gonna have this bullshit to come up and this is where unity has to come from from our elected officials to bring us all together and neither one of these niggas nor trump nor biden is trying to do that shit they're just using this anger this anguish of these two parties these two groups of people and using them against each other to fight for the causes that they're pushing this mm. bullshit and it's nasty on both parts I don't like any of this shit. Yeah. If we're America and we're going to be American first, that means all fucking Americans. Not just the poor people, the rich people, the black people, the white people, whoever. It's everybody in this boat together. Mm. But you can't get that shit out of nobody. Well, I mean, but if 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 everybody's together, like how do you expect these niggas to get the votes that they need? Off of substance. Give me some fucking <laughs> substance, nigga. I know. I know I'm asking you for a lot. You dumb motherfucker. Yeah. You are asking for substance in something that does not... You are not like the rest of the people in America, my nigga. I know. I'm going to be the first you one want, to get shot. You, want, I'm trying you to... want substance, and these people want blood. All I want is an understanding of what the fuck is going on. Fuck that. You don't get that. You want to know why? Because that's not what the that's not what the majority wants. So before the debate, I, I got in my group chats, and I was telling people, hey, y'all, it's time to get guns. If you ain't got a gun by now, we need to say, fuck these PlayStations, fuck these Xboxes, get you a gun. You know why I say that? Because here's one of the Proud Boy members. He don't speak for the whole group. But if he do, fuck him. This is what Proud Boy niggas is talking about. I don't know if a lot of y'all understand this or not. But come November, there's a war coming. Whoever wins, it's down to two. We already know this third party... They don't even matter. It's down to two. One or the other is going to win. As a certain supporter, we know which one's going to win. Trump 2020. But there's a thing about it. The reason why I say there's a war coming is because if Trump wins, Black Lives Matter and all them other Antifa dumbasses are going to try to start war. We ready. Don't worry. We we ready. Us rednecks and stuff, we ready for y'all. But if Biden wins, we coming. And we coming strong. The fuck? Why the fuck would you post some shit like that? Because he believes in America. Okay, he believes in starting a roar? A war? Is it is this where we at? Nigga, most of the... Y'all have you looked unheard at, have of you looked at American history? <laughs> have you looked at what the fuck is... is uh, Nigga, history repeats itself, man. Mm. And I'm not surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if there was if it was going to be another civil war happening in this motherfucker. You get what I'm saying? It's because of people like that, right? They strongly believe in America. They don't. Wait, wait, look- wait, wait, hold on. That's a bad thing. The way he believes in America, it is. Okay. He's looking at it from a standpoint of, yo, it's two sides here. You're for America or against America. Right. Got you. Antifa is against America. Right. right? So he strongly believes in America. What is America then? 
is my my question. I'd have to talk to him about it. Mm. But he firmly believes that there are two sides to this shit, and he is like, no matter what, I'm gonna be on the right side, whether whether mm. we win in the offices or we win out here on the ground. Yeah, I'm gonna win, mm. and I'm not gonna let these pieces of sh- these Antifa fucks come in and take over my country. And why does he think that if if Biden win, if Trump wins? That the other side is gonna try to start a war to take well, it Well, see, over. that's the problem I'm running into. I guess it's the marketing from the Republican side. We're the minority. Well, exactly. We're the minority, my nigga. How can we overcome you and you the majority? You're using common sense. Oh, these sorry. people are not reasonable. <laughs> They're not thinking. All right. I need to talk to my aunt Tifa again. So, <laughs> <laughs> shit. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> these people don't understand anything. They don't. They don't. They don't get it. So. What I'm seeing is, again, it's a perspective issue. Both sides can be right in what they're saying, but they're both wrong. I don't want to dramatically change America, but at the same time, we're not going to push this neo-Nazi bullshit. Are these neo-Nazis? I don't know. Some of them might be. Not all of them. But I don't even know anymore. When did we get to this point of if you don't vote for this guy, there's going to be a war? How did this happen? Like you said something earlier this episode, you're like the media keeps hyping up a race war. I feel like that is true, especially when you got these ignorant ass motherfuckers who don't do any research. They listen to headlines, or they read headlines, and they just listen to what their friends are telling them. Shogun, look at look at how a lot of this stuff is portrayed in the media, bro. Right? Look at how these motherfuckers are are. Say we just got finished talking about this Breonna Taylor situation and how they're protecting these other motherfuckers. One nigga got fucking charged. Right. So right. it's like, yo, when the media puts it out there, like, yo, we got to protect our police. We got to make sure this is not, these guys didn't do anything wrong. They did. They went. Pro, they the, did proper procedure, apparently. Yeah. But the truth of the matter is they hiding all the bullshit that they doing. Those motherfuckers. You see what you want to see. Yeah. When you are mother, when you are that type of person, yeah. you see what you want to see. Mm. It ain't about what's given to you mm. because they're clearly we clearly getting all this backlash, and we're these niggas are opening up talking about well here's the tapes of some other shit, and it's mighty fucking funny that they're giving out they're saying well you know these people shot back. This officer was doing his job and he got hurt in the line of duty. <laughs> How could that that black guy, that black piece of shit? How could he shoot one of our own? How could he shoot a police officer who uphold, who's supposed to uphold the law and protect and serve? He's just doing his job. And the police is doing the bullshit the whole time. He's just doing his job, which that motherfucker right there is going to go with. you. It's called selective listening. Mm-hmm. You're going to hear what the fuck you want to hear. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker heard police doing his job, black man shot him. Man, we're fucked. Either fucking way. We're not fucked. We're not fucked. We can come back from the point that we are at, but man, you are so hopeful. I have to be hopeful. <laughs> Who the fuck else is? Nobody else trying to be Nigga, hopeful. When you got people like that, people like that dude, man. Yeah, 
you know, a lot of times I, I be thinking, yo, man, maybe it would be a lot better if we all got along. <laughs> but there's so many people on on our, and and don't get it twisted, bruh. Because there's people on our end too that are yeah. the same fucking way. Right, right, right. And and I'm not trying to play sides or I'm not trying to I'm still a nigga, yeah. regardless. No. But if you're if you're blind to the fact and if you're ignorant to the fact of understanding that uh, there's there's motherfuckers on our side that's the same way, mm-hmm. you got a fucking problem, bruh. Because it's on both ends. We ain't gonna I ain't gonna say we ain't gonna never, because you're supposed to never say never, but it's just so much that are that's that's given to us yeah. that we willingly we willingly filter out a lot of the details. And we're so willing to hear what we feel like is right to hear and just go with that instead of listening to it all the way around. And I'm not saying I'm not, I haven't been guilty of that. I'm guilty of that shit I too. Mean, I'm definitely guilty of it, but I'm I think I'm man enough to look at the issues that I have because what what started me to go down this rabbit hole was Trump did the government name greatest hits. Everything that I've said for this entire year, he said on stage. And I was like, oh, shit, I sound exactly like Trump. I am a hidden Republican, apparently. I said that to my girlfriend. She said, yeah, you are a Republican. I don't. I, maybe because I, I've known you for so long, man. But I, as long as I've known you, I've always known that you were the type of person to look at both sides of the of the situation. <laughs> and you always try to find out all the fucking like you as are, much as I can. You're 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 trying to find out like, well, what makes this happen this way? And I, like you, you 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 know what that is? That means I'm not biased. I'm straight down the middle. And I call it like I see it. And but how is that making you a Republican? Well, I, I mean, lean more towards the Republican views. Well, that's because I believe in family and all that kind of stuff. It, 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 it gets deeper. <laughs> it's, the but, thing. it's like, you're a Republican. You like family. I mean, yeah, I know that sounds like, retarded. Nigga, I like family. Yeah. Yeah. Democrats also like family, too. But right. I, I believe in traditional family values and all that kind of stuff. But that that's in a whole other conversation. But here we have misguided people. Who are just looking for the first piece of information and they going with whatever sounds good. Nobody's challenging them in their echo chambers, in their circle. Mm. And that's one of the values that I try to bring to this show is like we could be super left leaning, but I don't think that's fair because that's not the actual factual on all of this stuff. And I don't know if I'm right. What I try to do here is I try to find one perspective. And then I try to find the other perspective. But I'm not super left leaning. Neither am I. You get what I'm saying? I'm in the like, middle. I, I but it's to, okay not to be nigga, left-leaning or right-leaning. Both just, sides have some good shit that's happening. Exactly. We we are we are willing to take you as you are. I don't care what you believe in. Just don't be violent. Damn, I talk too much. Okay, I had a few more things, but we are completely out of time. Shit, this is a long episode. Yeah. Uh, I was going to talk about the thing that Trump said about the mail-in votes. I thought that was a legit gripe that he was talking about on the... On the, on the uh, on the debate, I don't know if it was proven. Mm. He was talking about they found Republican military ballots in the lake and river. I don't know if that's accurate, but we already talked about the voter system. Uh, shit. Both sides comment. I already talked about that. I got the transcript. Uh, Biden and his son, I thought that was a haymaker. And then the fact that <laughs> Joe Biden didn't even want to talk about it, he was just like, I'm, and my son did nothing wrong. But we all know that's a lie. Mm. Joe Biden straight up lied about that. I'm Trump right. lied a lot too, though. They're politicians. They're paid exactly. to lie. Uh, They're paid to lie. Damn, I had a shit ton about Trump's taxes. Fuck. So, okay, the meat and potato about Trump's taxes was Trump paid $700 or something in federal income taxes. 750 
If I'm not okay, sure, whatever. What this eighty? I think that's what they brought up. <laughs> what Trump said he did was he did the depreciation tax loophole, and he said to Joe Biden, "The way that I did this was through your Obama era tax code mm-hmm. that allowed me as a rich person to use these loopholes." The funny thing about it, this is nothing new. Trump said the same thing during the Hillary Clinton debates. To respond, I just want to tell our viewers what she's referring to. In the last month, taxes were the number one issue on Facebook for the first time in the campaign. The New York Times published three pages of your 1995 tax returns. They show you claimed a $916 million loss, which means you could have avoided paying personal federal income taxes for years. You've said you pay state taxes, employee taxes, real estate taxes, property taxes. You have not answered, though, a simple question. Did you use that $916 million loss to avoid paying personal federal income taxes? For of course I do. Of course I do. And so do all of her donors, or most of her donors. I know many of her donors. Her donors took massive tax write-offs. A lot of my write-off was depreciation and other things that Hillary as a senator allowed. And she'll always allow it because the people that give her all this money, they want it. That's why. See, I understand the tax code better than anybody that's ever run for president. Hillary Clinton, and it's extremely complex, Hillary Clinton has friends that want all of these provisions, including they want the carried interest provision, which is very important to Wall Street people, but they really want the carried interest provision, which I believe Hillary's leaving. It's very interesting why she's leaving carried interest, but I will tell you that, number one, I pay tremendous numbers of taxes. I absolutely used it, and so did Warren Buffett, and so did George Soros, and so did many of the other people that Hillary is uh, getting money from. Now, I won't mention their names because they're rich, but they're not famous, so we won't make them famous. Can you you say how many years you have avoided paying personal federal income taxes? No. He did not want to talk about what Trump just said. He's like keeping it focused on Trump. But this is a valid issue. Hillary Clinton allowed this, right? Doing it. I mean, I'm not going to say she allowed it, but people are using the tax code. This is why I text you and I was like, hey, you know anything about taxes? Because a lot of people tell me that the way you get money is through the tax code. When mm-hmm. you do your taxes, you make sure you get as much back as you can by working the system. Rich people use the system to get money back. They write off everything. He write off everything. My, mm, I know some people who are <laughs> <laughs> oh, snitching. I know some people who got you know their own business, and when you go out to eat with them, they say, "Nah, I got it. I'm just gonna use yeah. this as a write off." Yeah. And they'll talk about their business for like ten minutes. The rest is on the meal. So this is nothing new. I don't know why people are surprised by this, but this is the most shocking thing. Trump has paid more taxes. Than Amazon. Yeah. Amazon, a billion dollar company. Well, I don't know how much money, but Amazon makes a shit ton Billions of money. Would it be, bitch? Shutting down everybody. Yeah, Jeff Bezos is worth a billion dollars, but Amazon, the company. Shit, that nigga worth more than that. Amazon, the company, doesn't pay any taxes. I got a link here. I'll put this in the show notes. 60 companies that are. 60 Fortune 500 companies that avoid all federal income taxes. This is from 2018. It's it's kind of shocking once you see the names. I think Netflix was in there, Chevron, Delta Airlines, uh, General Motors, Goodyear Tire. Uh, who else is there? Amazon, of course. But it's just like, how is it that we have these gigantic conglomerates paying less than Donald Trump, the president? Money 
capitalism rules the United States of well, America. Well, we know, but the, the issue is, why is it just not coming out an is- as an issue when uh, Trump's taxes are an issue? But when these corporations are doing this and getting these kickbacks, nobody seems to bat an eye. Maybe it's because they're so big that, you know, they're too big to fail. <laughs> yeah, by City Hall. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Like we have the lowest corporate tax rate since 1968, and it came from this. This that came from Politifacts. Uh, Amazon Web Services is their real way of how they make money. I had a yeah. link about how they got over on that. But this is the one thing that I want to say: when it comes to taxes, I don't know enough about it, and they don't teach us anything just, about taxes. I just fill them out. You know, I just use TurboTax. If TurboTax next year don't have this whole scheme of how I can pay less than Donald Trump did for taxes, I ain't using TurboTax no more. Fuck you need that a, shit. You need a tax person to do your taxes. They'll tell you. Nigga. If anybody's listening out there who knows some way of getting me legally, this is the other thing. When they talk about Donald Trump's taxes, they never say he did anything illegal. Right. Because he didn't. He used the tax laws to get back as much as he possibly could. Rich people know this shit. I know, but I don't know. So if we got some li- rich people listening and you're trying to help Co- Shogun, I don't know about Cole, but if you're trying to help Shogun get the most money back, please get in my DM. I shouldn't have to file for taxes after this year. I, that's what I said too, nigga. This, after 2020, they should be like, hey, man, here's a break. Well, you know what the break is? What? Trump got COVID. <laughs> I'm just gonna leave it at that. I, don't, I hope he don't die. But that nigga got COVID. Spicy, <sighs> spicy as fuck. Thank you, people, for listening to this long man. episode. You got any quick hits? You want to get those? Nah, out fuck the quick hits, okay. man. We had a long ass episode. We did a lot of shit. Quick hits on my ass because I talk so much about this damn debate. Let's just say I'm gonna just. End, I want to end the podcast by one saying thank you for listening. I know we we oh, yeah, we yeah, had a, yeah. it was it's a long one this time and it's yeah. not as it's not as comedic as it usually is. Yeah, but. We're covering the debate, and we're go- we 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 had to get into this part of it because we want you to most definitely form your own opinion and understand that not everybody is for the good on this situation. And no. I, I hope I don't come off as a Trump supporter because man, fuck them. No, no, fuck no, no. no. Listen to what I'm saying. I hope I don't come off, but because I think Joe Biden did say some good things. And the fact that he has a, an actual plan is the main thing. Like Trump doesn't have a plan for the coronavirus. Joe Biden apparently does. I hope this goes toward some kind of solution towards this whole situation. But, you know, from what I'm seeing, is a lot of media bias going on, especially from, you know, the left. Um, a lot of a lot of reports that I was doing when I was doing research, they would cut the debate up and only show. Trump interrupting and never the substance parts that he was mm. talking about. They would only show Joe Biden giving substance. But, you, you know, that's the trickery. It's an election year. It's a lot of bullshit. Um, the real winner last week was Cardi B because she filed for a WAP <laughs> to be trademarked. She's she's single now. She's about to put pussy in a can. Man, please find me out. A WAP soda, my nigga? Cardi, Cardi B, find me out. Oh, my God. Ice me out, Cardi. Let's do it. Oh, thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We will catch you next week. Form your own opinion and stop listening to the bullshit. She just kind of fucking with my money, but I mean everything I said. <laughs> and I say it again. BYK Radio. God damn it. I meant to talk about this earlier. That kid Jalen. Did you see that shit? Kid Jalen. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I put it in the sound. It's in the uh, soundboard now.
Jaden has one dollar bill. I seen this. One quarter and two pennies. How how much money how much money does he have? Jaden broke. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that laugh. <laughs>